You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. That's, that, was, that was my cyborg impression. I couldn't even keep that up beyond that. Hello, Internet. Welcome to the tad, episode of Tadpog Podcast. It sounded really painful. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah it, surprised was. Me. it was. It really surprised I me. I thought so. Are you okay? Do we need to start over? No, 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 no. That was that was just me. You're good? Because now I'm a, now I'm a cyborg coming through the podcast. You're that also my cyborg voice. super red now, too. Yeah. Well, did it hurt that bad? Are you embarrassed? <laughs> well, it made me out of breath because I still have a little bit of a cough, so that, still, that didn't help anything. Uh, when I was inward speaking, I accidentally uh, had a little bit of Dorito go down my windpipe. <laughs> Uh, how, how'd your how'd your dad die, Kenna? <laughs> <laughs> well, he choked on a Dorito when he was making a cyborg joke on his internet radio he show. He died doing what he loved. That is true. So. <laughs> Talking funny. <laughs> Talking like a cyborg. Oh, he loved it. He loved it all did all the number time. one number one thing. Please let me write your obituary. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, this is a show where uh, two old guys play old games. And uh, this week, of course, we're going to be talking about that that smash hit for the Game Boy, Super Mario Land. Super Mario Land. We've, Super Mario Land. This will be the last of the Super Mario Lands yep. that are, came out on the Game Boy. Yep. So check that. And once we're done with this episode, you just check that off the list. Yeah, did done. It. We did that. It's one of the, because we have so many series we want to do, but this one. This one is going to be done. Doing unless some like tragedy befalls us in the middle of this recording, <laughs> maybe unless it's God's will that we do not complete <laughs> Super Mario Land. Could anyone publish this episode for us if we died in the event of our death? Yeah. yeah. Now this is not a rhetorical question. We are actually requesting. <laughs> if you're listening to this, if you find this audio like audio log Bioshock style, <laughs> where you, you walk into Tadpog, uh, blanket fort. Blanket Fort 2? What, where are we recording it now? I don't even know. But if you walk it's in... Blank, blanket Fort. Okay. Yeah. You, you walk in here and like you have to like solve a mystery about like how we died, and you're like scrambling <laughs> to find an audio log, and you hear this, and you're like, well, it was their dying wish, so I will make sure this yep. gets posted on um, the deep web. There, yeah, there. That's where we're really big on the yeah, deep web. Yeah, we are pretty damn big on the deep web. I don't know. I don't know if you know that, but we are. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's beginning. You are yeah, dying. Yep. <laughs> well, no, I because uh, I talked about what's going to happen. I'm going to have my my implant, my cybernetic implant. Yeah, I saw your scar yeah. for your pee pee. Should pacemaker. have showed you my butt. I did. I saw. It's. I mean, I've seen your butt before. It's been a long time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm there sorry. It is. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> I think the last time I saw your butt was, I think it was at your bachelor party. I think I, ah. I think I, I think it was uh, when we went to the lake. Oh, I jumped off the rock yeah, quarry. Jumped off the rock yeah. quarry. I think someone died it. doing that like last week. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that puts a <laughs> puts a kink in the old fun hose. Doesn't so somebody it? might have solved their butt. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? 
Uh, I think they just they, hit a rock. I think they or slipped something? and hit rocks oh. on the way down. See, in that like Homer Simpson when he tried to jump the um, the boot, the butte, <laughs> yeah. the butt, Springfield Gorge. I don't know. I can't mm. remember what it was called. Homer didn't die. No. So this person was clearly <laughs> the, a pussy. In, in God, it's just it's just rocks and like a hundred foot fall. Oh God. Well, yeah. yep. I'm never gonna do that again. <laughs> nope. Me either. <laughs> uh, but but. Yeah, they. I went in at 6 a.m. on Thursday, and they got prepped for surgery. Uh, the like while I'm in the the pre the pre surgery room, and like somebody from like the company who's makes the the implant came in, and they were like going over like, well, this is the only time you're gonna remember talking to me, so I'm gonna talk to you now and telling me <laughs> about how to work with the device while it's inside me. Oh, no. oh man, that is sexy. <laughs> so, is it remote controlled? Like one of those like remote control vibes? I have like to- could Melissa <laughs> just like press a button and you just like start peeing everywhere? If, if I'm if I'm in close proximity to the like this thing I have to place over it. You that wait, you have to place a thing over over the implant. The, the implant that's in your butt. Mm-hmm. And what happens when you place it over? It, it makes you pee? Then there's a con- there's a cable that goes over to the device that sets the strength. Oh, I see. Okay, so that's how you adjust it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's supposed to last for about five years. Longer if I have to use it a higher strength, which, so, I don't know. But I'll have to do it all. I, the why, because I have a huge scar on my right butt cheek, and then, like Melissa said, you can see the the, <laughs> the, 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 the pacemaker, the, the outline of yeah. it right there in my butt. <laughs> it's like when you carry your Walkman around in your pocket. Because they told me, like, oh, no, we'll put it in there. You won't be able to see it. Yeah, no, no. Apparently, yeah, it's like carrying your Game Boy in your pocket. Like, it's they lied. just there. Yeah. Man, that'd be pretty cool if you had a Game Boy pocket inside you. <laughs> could you ask, like, the surgeon, like, hey, could you could you put... Is there room in the other one? A Tamagotchi <laughs> in me as well. <laughs> when you replace this PP pacemaker you put in five a digi years... put in there. I will sue you. You put <laughs> a fucking Tamagotchi in there. Yes. We're brand name only. <laughs> DigiPet. Man, I forgot all about that. Because I've got the the scar, the implant on one butt cheek, and then the other one, there's a circular scar where they had to lead basically the, the two guitar strings down and into the pelvic floor and then attach it. So then I woke up. It's it's sore, like, but it's not awful. And like, peeing peeing's pretty good, pretty good. It's working out. I don't have to pee constantly. That's and a plus. Like whenever I feel like I have to go pee, I do actually have to go pee, and then not just go in there and. Stand, Stand there not around. peeing while feeling like I have to pee because that's the worst. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Or yeah, or finish peeing and still feel like I have to pee standing there like it's an emergency. That hasn't happened. That's been wonderful. Yeah, that so, sounds like an improvement. But whenever um, I was trying to adjust it, and I was cranking up the strength until suddenly because it feels like someone you know tapping the inside of my butt until I cranked it up too far and my legs started jerking. Oh God! <laughs> like how are they jerking? Like they're just twitching. Yeah, it's twitching. Were they physically like you could see it was them moving? My and phys- stuff? Physically, my leg was just. Mm. This is frightening. <laughs> this really is. This is disconcerting. One man should not have so much power. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wearing my my chef clothes at work instead of my business casual because it's far more comfortable on my butt. Yeah, I've seen your I've seen your quote business casual unquote. That's mm-hmm. pretty. It's pretty fancy business casual. So I'll go. I'll go back and forth like. No one, I, I turned it down a little bit once I realized all the executives, like, no one wears ties. Uh, like, it's all very, yeah. they all wear blazers, but no ties. Mm-hmm. So, and fun socks. 
Oh, yeah. Different colors and patterns. Oh, cool. I like fun socks. Yeah. I have a pair of Taco Cat socks that I typically wear on That's Tuesdays. I could show you, but mm. didn't wear them today, which is fine because, like, Taco John's misheard me when I said I want six tacos, and I misheard them when the woman on the other end was like, <laughs> she's like a yapping dog. And, like, it was the Chihuahua, remember, from Taco Bell. Yeah, he moved. Taco John's. Right. He got, he got poached. <laughs> Yo, quiero higher paycheck. <laughs> you want to work at Taco John's? Uh, so yeah, so maybe maybe I had bad taco luck because I didn't wear the taco cat. How socks. many tacos did they give you? Two, and you paid for six. I didn't pay for six when I was um when I when they gave me the total, I was like, well, that seems a little low, but the line is going around the building, and I have a feeling that this person is has already left the speaker or whatever. Mm, yep. So it's like it was just like whatever. I'll see what I get, and then yeah. we'll figure it out. So we got two, and I was like, well, I am going to give these one to Henry, one to my mom, and I will reheat pizza for lunch. Mm, it's very sweet of you. Very sweet. Uh, I was Henry likes tacos? Uh, yeah, he likes tacos. Unless Henry just really kind of just pokes at him. Really? He, he's very – he's weird about it. Like if the taco shell is immaculate, he's all about it. But if it's broken, he, don't, he doesn't uh, want anything mm-hmm. to do with that shit. Yeah. Uh, t- today his excuse – Like bananas. Like bananas? Oh, Ken gets so mad about a broken banana. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Henry, yesterday, instead of peeling banana the human way, mm-hmm. I guess he just went about it like, I guess you call it the monkey way? Yeah, the proper way. Because like, he bit the butt of the banana off and spit it out and then just yeah. peeled it that way. So like a man. Yeah, he's definitely a man. Mm-hmm. He's grown a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. Kick my ass. Yeah, he kicked my ass. And also, like, he's just a hairy little boy now. He's just, like, head to toe, just coarse black hair. He's kind of like, you know, the, um, you know, the werewolf brothers from, like, I guess Mexico, I think those guys are from? Mm-hmm. You're, he's like that. Oh, okay. That's pretty much him now. Okay. You haven't seen like him in a that. while, That's but cool. yeah. Yeah. He still has the long hair on his head. It's just the rest now of his it's body. everywhere. Well, no, the rest of it is just like, just the coarsest, blackest fur that you could possibly oh, imagine. Oh, cute. I mean, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cute. Just toddler, toddler wolf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the prequel to Teen Wolf. <laughs> toddler wolf. Yeah, I got him a, um, I got him a dick nose t-shirt, toddler t-shirt. So that's Teen Wolf training. A dick nose? Yeah, it's a Teen Wolf. It's a Teen Wolf reference. It's oh, a, yeah. I haven't seen the movie in so long. It's not good. I feel like I have seen that one, but it's been such a long time. I feel like I'm probably gonna like piss a few people off saying that Teen Wolf is not good, but it's mm-hmm. just. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. just. It's not a great movie. I watched a ton of the cartoon. Oh man! Oh, under the cartoon. Oh man, I forgot about the cartoon. I don't think I watched any of the cartoon. Was it good? Yeah, that and the Back to the Future cartoon. Love anything animated, Michael J. Fox. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else? Michael J. Fox animated uh, the Frighteners. Was he in that? No. <laughs> I don't know either. I, would, I, I hope somewhere there's an animated Doc Hollywood. That'd be great. Oh man, Doc Hollywood! <laughs> I forgot about that. My parents really liked Doc Hollywood. They're I remember all mine. they referenced a joke in that movie, and I wish I could remember it right now. But they referenced a joke in that movie for probably five years. Getting your daddy's chaw. I don't think it was no. that. I did not like Doc Hollywood because, like, here was the thing. I was like, "Oh, this isn't Back to the Future." Like when I saw what's it, what's he doing? Right? Yeah, I don't. What's Marty what McFly? Did he go to? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The shitty time period? Is it, is it the Civil War, but with phones? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Not a big not a big Dr. Hollywood fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm trying to think what other movies. He's got his iconic ones, but beyond that, I'm hard-pressed to name anything. Movie-wise. Movie-wise, like, yeah. Of course, Spin City. Yeah, Growing, Spin City and Growing Pains, Growing Pains which I always want to say... Um, the Michael J. Fox show. Was there a Michael J. Fox show? It didn't last very long. Was it a talk show? No, it was just... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Michael J. Fox show. It was. I think it lasted two seasons, and it was his last like foray into it. Like you know, he still. It was about him coping. It was like a family sitcom, but he was coping with his disease. So it was kind of serious. So sorta in the same in the same way that like he was serious on Curb. <laughs> okay, so every episode wasn't was a very special episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't think I saw him in Curb. That must have been later on. Yeah, him and Larry David have a whole thing where really? Larry's kind of making fun of it. Oh, really? So same to, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that seems like good. That seems like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last season of Curb I saw was maybe three. It was the last full season. Is that the one that ends with uh, the producers, essentially? Uh, that sounds right. And I think I saw a little bit of four. And then um, that's it. Yeah. Oh, you got plenty to catch up on. Yeah, I might do that someday. Yeah. Probably not though. <laughs> I like it. I like the show, but just yeah. whatever. Don't I don't watch a lot anymore. <laughs> you got that Spider Man jam to play. Yeah. I get about I got maybe like four hours of Spider Man in this past week. Mm. Well you played Shining Force. Yeah. You play, well you play Super Mario Land. Yeah, I'm playing Super Mario Land. That's the first time I've sat down and watched you start to finish beat a game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, you I mean you kicked its ass. I finished it four times uh, on the Twitch stream. Uh, the first time was on regular, and then once you beat the game on regular, you you unlock expert mode, and um, it just changes some enemies around. And uh, not that's, much harder. It's not much harder. Yeah, I beat expert mode three times, and then uh, it was time to end the stream. So I did that. I ended the stream. Damn dog. And Damn. I didn't miss Spider Man while I was playing the game. I feel like. Um, this is kind of like end of the show kind of talk that I'm mm-hmm, doing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't miss Spider-Man when I was playing the game. We are going to talk about Shining Force, Gaidan, mm-hmm. Final Conflict mm-hmm. next episode. I don't want to show my hand or anything, uh, but I did I did miss Spider-Man when I was playing Shining Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. But that's okay. I hope you can say that about anything that you did or did not miss Spider-Man in any context, any activity. Dude, this is no joke, but like since Spider-Man has come out, like... I feel like I've um, the spell quest has been cast on me, uh, geese, mm. uh, and I must finish Spider Man, and it's like everything is impeding me finishing Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's okay. The every the other stuff is more important than finishing Spider Man. Hey, we just do a Todd Pog next week. You just do Spider Man. I might not be done with it, man. Mm. Like I am. I am milking. I am milking that game as if uh, one would milk a spider of its venom to <laughs> form an antidote. Very carefully. <laughs> uh, but I am Dave. I'm your bespectacled host, and um, I went to Game Galaxy again this past weekend mm. for Rhythm Master Paul Korn's birthday. Which sadly I could not attend since I was fucked up with with my butt. Yeah, <laughs> with your butt stuff. Yeah. Um, there, uh, it was fun. Except I totally got. Stuck in traffic on I-24 for two hours. It took me two hours to get past two exits. Because apparently there's a sinkhole on I-24 that they were working on. Yeah, can you imagine like just driving and all of a sudden being swallowed by the earth? Sinkholes are like very frightening to me. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Mm -hmm. like sinkholes are like, you remember like when the Corvette Museum had like a sinkhole just appeared on the Corvette Museum like a couple years back? I feel like I heard about that. It's terrifying. It's terrifying because it was like a big old sinkhole. It's like, well, bye-bye Corvettes. (laughs) There's a giant one somewhere in Benton. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's scary. There was a tiny one outside of my work, like a like a three foot diameter uh, sinkhole, where it's just like, oh, glad I wasn't standing there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't even know how much notice you get with a sinkhole. It's probably just like, oh, and I'm dead. Yeah, I'd be like to think you'd be like, well, let's go. I'll step over here. Right. Oh, the earth uh, is trembling. I should, maybe I should move. But it sounds like, uh, it kind of sounds like lightning that comes from the ground. Where it's, yeah. just, <laughs> where it's just like, uh, instant. Yeah. yeah exactly. You're in a hell mouth. Right. So uh, once I made it through the, the horrific traffic jam, um, I played a lot of pinball. I played a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, Bad Cats, which is uh, Wiz and Sage Ian's favorite pinball machine that I've never played before. Um, it's an old one. It is. Uh, it had sound. It had a credit on it that the the sound work was done by Dan Forden. So uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. A little Mortal Kombat angle. That's nice. Um, and then I played a lot of the Ghostbusters pinball game uh, because, like, I remember playing it two years ago at Louisville Arcade Expo, and there was always a line. That's a really, really fun table. Like, that's a good one for me because there's a lot of stuff on the board. I'm not good at pinball. So there's a lot of stuff on the board where I kind of, like, feel like I'm doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I'm doing things. I'm hitting things. So it's no big deal. Uh, And then I played a little bit of the Deadpool pinball machine, which was really fun. Yeah, good. It was really fun. Was it zany? Yeah, it was zany. It's Mm -hmm. definitely, like, current generation Deadpool, not like, you know, 1990s Deadpool, which makes sense. It would be weird for them to be like... You know what we're going to do? We're going to go back to old Deadpool for well, this. Marvel's Capcom did it with Mega Man. So. Yeah, that is, I mean, yeah, that's true. How What was 90s Deadpool like? Because you've been a dead, you're an OG Deadpool I fan. I am an OG Deadpool mm-hmm. fan, which is... All these new kids. Yeah, I mean, new Deadpool's fine. I, I like it, but it's... They really lean into that zany mm-hmm. angle of his personality. Like, that's the aspect that, like, everyone focuses on. It's and I flanderized. Get it. Yeah, yeah, totally flanderized. But it's like, you know, comedians have written Deadpool comics. Like, Brian Posehn um, has worked on Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I get it. So, like, they want it to be funny. And Deadpool's a funny character, but, like, he used to be, like, in the 90s, like... I remember reading The Circle Chase, which is like his first miniseries kind of spinoff from uh, Uncanny X-Force, where he was like just a villain. This was like kind of his like foray into official anti-hero kind of territory. And um, he used to be funny, but in like a kind of like a dark Spider-Man kind of way, you know, like Mm -hmm. Spider-Man's real quippy. Mm -hmm. He was really quippy. And like he would use his those quips kind of like as um, a form of attack to like put people off guard and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it's it's definitely been cranked up to 11 since then. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's still fine. It's just, it's different. I just remember his, his card that would buy the X-Men cards from Walmart and his card being like his, his fighting strength, speed, fighting technique. I love those cards, Energy man. projection. And yeah. then like the fact... And the fact was, like, no one has seen the face of Wade Wilson. Oh, no one really? Truly knows what Deadpool oh, that looks must have like. been a really, really early card. Yeah, I mean, I was little. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I don't know when it was, I don't know when his face was revealed. Um, that's a really good question. Because I didn't, honestly, like, I didn't read a lot of Uncanny X Force. I don't know if his face was ever made an appearance in that mm-hmm. or not, but whatever. It was good. It was good. My favorite run, if anybody's curious, my favorite run of Deadpool was um, where Ed McGinnis was the artist. I think that to me that is like perfect, perfect Deadpool. Um, so he, but he was supposed to be a spinoff of 
somebody in DC, right? Deathstroke. Like he, Deathstroke. Yeah, he's a parody of okay. Deathstroke who became bigger than Deathstroke. I think they make a. I heard on. Um, I think it was a recent episode of shit. I think it was Laser Time. Um, yeah, because they were they did an episode on like spinoffs and stuff like ripoffs that essentially became bigger than the things they ripped mm-hmm. off. Uh, and Deadpool was mentioned briefly. Uh, I think they make a mention of that in the new Teen Titans Go oh, movie. Really? Yeah, because I think Deathstroke makes an appearance, and they're essentially like, "Dude, you're Deadpool," and so they kind of <laughs> like embrace it, which is nice. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, he's totally like he is 100 like. Deathstroke's name is Slade Wilson, and Deadpool's <laughs> name is Wade, Wade Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> and yeah, it's totally, totally a ripoff. But I don't know, he caught on. Because I remember, because I wasn't familiar with Deathstroke until I saw him on uh, Arrow. I haven't watched a lot of Arrow. I saw like two episodes and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. And I stopped watching it. I didn't either. <laughs> Not the same way. And it's weird. Like when I was probably, like when I was in my 20s, I think I would have loved that show because it would have just been like it's not like perfect but it is a superhero show Mm -hmm. but it's like now we just have like endless superhero stuff that we can watch you know it's like oh i want to watch a superhero movie it's all like the cw so it's all like this pg pg 13 ish very you know it's all the same stuff Remember, I did enjoy the what few episodes of The Flash I've seen. I really like The Flash. The Flash was essentially an episode. Each episode at the beginning, because I haven't seen all of it, mm-hmm. each episode was a Flash comic from the New Fifty Two. Like that's uh, why like Gorilla Grodd is involved. And I stuff really like that. how they did him. Yeah. They, like they they made because when I first heard about that character, I was like, that sounds ridiculous. But they actually did it in a really good like yeah scary way. Yeah, and in the comics, I mean, Gorilla Grodd was like, wow. Awesome. Good use of Gorilla Grodd. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a fucking gorilla, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, like, that's <laughs> tough. That's tough to make work. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, The Flash, I think, is the best out of the new batch of yeah. DC shows. Uh, the live action stuff, for yeah. sure. But I think since, I don't know, I, since I cut the cord, I haven't seen anything. Do you miss the cord? Nope. I was thinking about it last night. I honestly kind of miss the cord because I feel like... I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was th- see every every day I get on YouTube and I'll watch mm. Daily Show, uh. Colbert, um, Seth Meyers. Like I do all that, and then I'm on Reddit for other other stuff. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I don't I don't do that stuff. I probably should because seriously, I like I get all of my news like secondhand from just you know people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like the big news today being that Trump's penis apparently looks, looks like, like toad. toad. Yeah, yeah, I did get that. I got that from uh I got an I got a yeah, an IM from <laughs> uh Rhythm Master Paul Korn uh and it was just like a screenshot and uh of that, I guess a screenshot of the the news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I just laughed at it. <laughs> Cuz I was like, "Oh, that's funny." And then like I later learned that that was real. <laughs> that was a real thing. Because what the title I saw like something was Stormy Daniels described describes Donald Trump's penis in day ruining detail. <laughs> and then then the story. Yeah, Paul asked me if like this made me like want to change my main in Mario Kart, and I was like, Morton. I mean, hit, Trump's <laughs> dick looks like Morton. <laughs> Morton Koopa. <laughs> Kiss actually stole their look from Trump's penis. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but OG, original, original Mario Kart, it's all about Toad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I've got a new found love for heavy characters. Oh, yeah. Totally. 
That's normally who I'll race as because I'd much rather have control. Yeah, and like I'm not a Mario Kart expert, mm-hmm. but I do feel like when because dr- drifting is like a really really important thing in newer Mario Karts, mm-hmm. I feel like I need a heavy character for that because it's like I don't want to be sliding everywhere with a with a medium or light mm-hmm. character. I want to be I want to be able to drift and still take that turn the way I want to take it. Yeah. So what that pretty much boils down to is I just need to practice. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. I'm also the kind of person where it's like I honestly I shouldn't buy games if there were a service that was like here's a monthly I guess I'm essentially about to describe to you GameFly. <laughs> But imagine a GameFly that's mm. actually better, where they have oh, the games man. that you want, yeah. and they send them to you at a timely and fashion. And not interest you in something two years old. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Because the game you want will be about two years before you <laughs> right, can get it. Right, exactly. Uh, my favorite thing is, like, when I was in Lexington, I was, this was, like, probably a decade ago, I tried out GameFly, and I remember um, essentially never getting a game that I wanted. And like looking into it, because like I went on like some forums or something, and someone on there was saying, okay, so what you have to do to get a new release game is when the game is announced, check Gamefly until it shows up and then pre rent it. And I was like, I think I'm going to cancel Gamefly. Yeah. (laughs) Because that that. sounds like fucking work. (laughs) So I remember I subscribed and I got first game was Mass Effect. Got Mass Effect. Perfect. I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, Red Dead came out not too long ago. Let's see. Oh, like they told me like eight months before I could get it. And then like I checked two other things that I also couldn't get. So then I canceled it and went and bought Red Dead. And that was, I'm done. I'm done with you, Gamefly. Are you, are you going to pick up the new Red Dead yes. on release, you thinking? Uh, I don't know about release, but yeah. I'll do it as soon as I can. It's coming out soon, man. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I say that with hesitation mm-hmm. because it's like, man... Games are like a serious commitment now. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, seriously. That's why, like, I don't know with with money needing to go other places mm-hmm. and time being so thin. It's just like, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough, especially where. Plus, I have all these other old games right. to play. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, those are and those considerably are free. cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally mm-hmm. free. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get it. And to be honest, I'm more and more content just to play older games, which also makes... I told Nikki this the other night, where it's like, I kind of feel like I am no longer aligned with the current timeline because it's like I don't keep up with news anymore like I did, like I used to. And it's like, I'm, I feel like I'm perpetually playing games from the 1980s and 1990s, and it is just... It is a bizarre experience. <laughs> um so, yeah, my car is 18 years old. I mean, it's all just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks. Or it's like, ah, am I a loser? Did that happen? No. Yeah. No. Oh, we'll no. see. No. <sighs> Not with that big dick. No. Yeah, that, I, that's true. I did have that going yeah. for me, so yeah. that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently everyone that calls in thinks you're funny and handsome. So. I don't you're get good, it. I, good, I don't man. get it. Good. So. Good. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm glad they think that. Yeah. But I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, even when you're like, yeah, Melissa laughs at your jokes. I'm like, why? (laughs) 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 Why? (laughs) (sighs) So, yep, that's it. That's pretty much all I got. All right. Do you you hear that? I do hear hear that. that. It sounds like, what is that? Is that a chimichanga food (laughs) truck rolling down? With With a penis head on it? Guns blazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do hear that. 
uh, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay, guys, Super Mario Land is a 1989 side-scrolling platform video game developed and published by Nintendo as a launch title for their Game Boy handheld game console. Uh, It is the first Mario platform game ever to be released for a handheld console. Uh, In gameplay, it's similar to that of the 1985 Super Mario Brothers, but resized for the smaller device's screen. Uh, and that is honestly pretty much pretty much the gist. There is more information here, but I kind of want to go into it in more more. You want to be a podcast where you read from Wikipedia? It really like honestly, I do feel like if I were to read the rest of that paragraph, then we wouldn't we have would to. not have a show. <laughs> yeah, we, it would be over. The show would be yeah. over. Um, because there is and there isn't a lot to talk about. Yeah, no, you're Super right. Mario Land. Like, I mean, there aren't a lot of talking points, mm-hmm. but I do feel like the talking points could go on for a long time yeah. if the the conversationists uh, <laughs> were, had like you know our real, conversational sorcery, right? If we had like deep rooted opinions about them, uh, which I do, I could mm-hmm. honestly probably go on for a very long time about Super Mario Land, but I don't think that we all have that kind of time. Yeah. Let's <laughs> cool. Go ahead. Um, I really like Super Mario Land. Mm-hmm. I think Super Mario Land is a really good game uh, that is also very weird. It is. Mm-hmm. It is the closest thing to Super Mario Brothers One on the Game Boy. Yeah. Because Super Mario Land Two is not anything like Super Mario Brothers. It's more like Super Mario Brothers Three or something like that. Um, You're right. But it doesn't feel exactly like Super Mario Brothers on no. the NES did. Mm-mm. It feels um, a little stiffer. Mm-hmm. The physics, uh, the jumping shittier physics, one might are say. different. I mean, I don't know that I would say shittier because it's still, it's just. It's it's still tight. The controls, I feel like, are still tight. It's mm-hmm. just it's different. I don't think it's shittier. Do you think it's shittier? I I think I think it's shittier because I, I still like I hated this game as a kid. Really? I fucking hated this game. Why did you hate it as a kid? Well, like the first thing I played, I remember playing on the Game Boy. I played Six Golden Coins before I played this. Oh yeah, that'll spoil. So yeah. going back and being like, what the fuck? Like this is like trying to be Mario, but it feels like it just feels like they didn't know how to make. Mario fits. They just crammed him whatever. Yeah. I don't quite feel like that as an adult. Yeah. Um, but like I really hated this as a kid. I had the opposite experience because I played Super Mario Land first uh, before Super mm-hmm. Mario Land 2 came out. Uh, and I remember distinctly, this is pretty rare, but I think it's like the kind of the beauty of the Game Boy. Because it's like when I would beat a game as a kid, I was essentially typically in front of a television or in front of a computer screen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so I don't have like clear memories of like the first time I beat Wolfenstein 3D because it's like, yeah, I was in front of the computer. Mm-hmm. But like, because the Game Boy was portable and like for like the first time, you know, like this is yeah. an amazing thing. I remember clearly beating Super Mario Land for the first time in my aunt's kitchen because I was spending like a week with my aunt in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was also the summer that I learned about cologne. If you were curious, when I was (laughs) at my absolute highest peak of stink level, uh, it was then uh, because she informed me that girls uh, like it when boys smell good. So, Mm. which is 
I confirmed later in life, but the problem was she didn't like tell me like the good amount of cologne. It's a little, it's a little more nuanced than that, right? So I was just like, oh yes, yeah. so I just pour this all over myself, all right? over, yeah. all over. I need to, I need to feel it soaking yes. in my skin. Baptize myself in Aramis <laughs> or Stetson because Melissa does not like it when I wear cologne. Oh really? She'd not at all. Like she likes the smell of my deodorant. She likes your me. musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Tyler Musk. Because I've been, I have not worn cologne in a very long time. Yeah. Well, what were your first colognes? Aramis and Stetson. Okay. Like really bad. I mean, there, no offense to anybody who's wearing those, but like, <laughs> or the guy who's wearing both of those right now. Oh, please don't wear both of those at the same time. <laughs> Seriously, like those are really those are really not good colognes. Like you should. It's like did your dad have those, and that's what you put on? Nope. Or you went out and bought those? My uncle had, uh, when my aunt was telling me about that, because I was telling her about all my my girl troubles, mm-hmm. um, i.e., they didn't like me at all. I liked them a whole <laughs> lot. They didn't like me at all. Um, instead of her being like, well, pick up some weights or something, she was like, you just need to smell better. <laughs> you just need to trick them. <laughs> So it was a probably it was like yeah it probably because you're stinky. Uh, here's some of your <laughs> here's some of your uncle's Aramis, uh, which is what he wore. And, uh, and I, su- I suck his dick just fucking off. all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Stetson, which uh, I think he didn't wear, but they just had a bottle of it in the house. <laughs> we got this from his work Christmas party. Yeah, you can have it. Right. I think it was essentially. Oh, here's a good opportunity to get rid of this cologne. Uh, <laughs> let me give them to this child. Uh, so yeah, those are my first two colognes. And then um, once I was done with that, uh, because I think at some point someone did tell me, like, well, thankfully they were. It was like, oh, you should not be wearing all that cologne. That smell. You smell very <laughs> strong. Uh, then I switched to my dad's Old Spice aftershave. Okay, a classic. Classic dad aftershave, I believe. I think the first time I started wearing cologne, I sometimes at church because I now I get comments on it. So I had my yeah. I wore my dad's two. He had two trolling, colognes. trolling for poon in the church. I remember. I, well, I think I was intrigued one time by. Do you like how I said poon? Yeah, it was so I good. don't feel like I say that enough. Now bring it back. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> bring it back. Henry does still say poon instead of spoon, and it's like usually when because like it's a common thing he'll miss his s if it's at the beginning of a word, and I'll correct him on everything except for spoon <laughs> <laughs> because it is delightful. Uh-huh. And as far as I can tell, get it while you can, boy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if you can say poon in public and people are like, well, he's three, he means spoon, do it. <laughs> like I'm, I don't want to correct. Kenna when she's asked for hanitizer. Yeah. That's just, that's I get just it. cute. It's, 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 it's adorable. And it's, and it's economic. Yeah. I mean, why say hand sanitizer when hanitizer? Han- hanitizer. You know what's going on. It's a portmanteau. Yeah. She's <laughs> essentially the, the our new next generation of good writers. Sure. Yeah. You're right. She's the next Shakespeare. Or meme writers, maybe. <laughs> That'd be cool. Do you think that's going to be a thing in the future? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. This this meme was done by. I'm a meme romancer. A meme romancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I think you mean memes. Oh, you're right. <laughs> because I think it was a, a babysitter I had a crush on who oh, yeah. talked about how much she'd like this one cologne. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, my dad has that. So then I would wear that all the time. So his his two were Dracar Noir. Yeah, okay. I'm familiar with Dracar Dr- Noir. And, and the one I wore more than anything else, Joop. Joop? Joop. I'm not familiar with Joop. Like a little like purple bottle. Joop had the exclamation point upside down. So I remember like my mom told me what I had to do. The only way I had to apply it is I take the cap off the Joop, do one spray on top of the cap, and then put that on either side of my neck. Okay. 
That's good. You were taught mm-hmm. properly. <laughs> <laughs> and that that's all I used until maybe my sophomore year of high school, and I got a bottle of Polo Sport, and I wore Polo Sport Man, a lot. I used to wear Polo Sport, too, in mm-hmm. high school. I forgot about that. And Tommy, I wore in high school. I wore it. Mm-hmm. I got, after that, I got Hilfiger Sport. Mm-hmm. I even had the, the yellow duffel bag it came with. Until it came like, in a duffel bag. Yeah, it came with like, like a full size. You could buy the 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 Christmas edition or <laughs> the whatever. Special edition had like a you huge bag. Reordered the Tommy Sport. I had it until like last year, and I only got rid of it because like Melissa two, was like, "Get rid of this." Well, yeah, <laughs> because like a two shampoo bottles exploded in it, so oh, no. we just threw it out finally. Yeah. But I mean, I'd had that since like 1998. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I own. I just recently threw away my 100% unworn class of 2000 t-shirt that we all got. <laughs> like I was going through my closet and it's like I don't know why I didn't throw this fucking thing away earlier cuz I hate it. And the reason I hate it is because they had a contest for who could design the t-shirt for the class of 2000 and I submitted a design that I thought was pretty good. I'm sure it wasn't, because I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> but uh, they picked a shirt that was absolutely horrible. So this is uh, my hate shirt. I've kept that. I kept that hate shirt uh-huh. in my closet for very Seinfeld of you <laughs> for like 18, not like 18 years, 18 fucking years. If I held on for it two more, it's kind of like where I, I feel like it might have been the source of my Sith power. Honestly, like if, <laughs> since I've thrown it away, I've actually like grown weaker. Like I don't know if you've noticed. I'm like. Emaciated and yeah, Yeah. I mean it has really taken a toll on my body. Now now I'm fully convinced I can kill you. Yeah, oh yeah. So before I was like, no, I'm not. That could go either way. But now it's like now I tell his power is gone. Yeah, my weakness is bare. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I finally threw it away, and I even as I threw it because I was going through my closet because it was all full of hate shirts essentially. Uh, and uh, I've got shirts for every weight class in my closet that I won't throw away. Oh, like, no, I, I get might it. get back down to this size someday, so I'm not going to throw these away. I get it. I got jeans like that when when I lost like a whole bunch of weight mm-hmm. and I was like really svelte. <laughs> I refuse to throw those pants away because it's like I'll get back into those for sure. <laughs> it, it's just going to take a little bit of work. Mm-hmm. Give me like a month and a half and I can get back in those. Yeah, I bet you could. So, but I'm also just kind of comfortable right now with my weight the I, way it is. I, yeah, no, I think you're just right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. I'm the third. I'm the third bowl of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the third strongest bowl in this maze. <laughs> yes, and, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Earthbound of because course. the music in this game was done by Hip Tanaka, who is famous for doing the music in, in Earthbound and Mother. Yeah. And um, a bunch of other games. Um, and that's also why, part of why it is this game is weird and feels so weird is because it was essentially developed by the Game Boy people, mm-hmm. by the R&D team that invented the goddamn Game Boy. So Miyamoto wasn't involved in this project at all, from the way I understand it. Yeah. Um, which... It shows, but it's like all the people working on it uh, had worked on previous uh, Mario titles before, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Gunpai Yokoi, who um, I, 
he was I bel- he is like the the father of the Game Boy, and I know he was involved in uh, Mario Brothers, the original Mario Brothers, with like the sh- shell creepers and the fighter flies and stuff like that. Okay, which, which yeah, it does have those elements to it. Definitely. It literally has this game literally has fighter flies mm-hmm. in it, which is like I think a really cool like all right, this is like a callback to even as a kid, I remember being because I'd played Mario Brothers and mm-hmm. being like I. See, they're bringing back that old enemy. That's really cool. Uh, And then also I know that it was uh, directed by Satoru Okada, uh, who essentially was known for working on Wrecking Crew. Uh, Gunpai and Okada had both worked on Metroid and Kid Icarus, Mm -hmm. which are weird Nintendo games. I mean, they're like the weird branch of – like the weird brand of Nintendo games come from these guys. But more importantly – the last kind of cologne that I wore in my life. I'm sorry. Was I'm sorry. I totally, I totally derailed the cologne talk. My man. Oh, with game talk on our video game podcast. Yeah. How dare you? No, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, cologne cast is live. <laughs> curve. I wore curve. Curve. Yeah. That's that's. The, I have the last one I consistently wore because my high school girlfriend got it for me. Yeah. She gave me like the curve gift set, and then I and I might I might in that in my thing in my bathroom I might have that old bottle of Polo Sport. That's the last thing I might have from like 1998. <laughs> if anybody wants that, I'll give it away. <laughs> Dave, Dave, will you sign it with me? We'll sign my old bottle of Polo Sport and somebody can have it. Yeah, you bet. Yeah, I'll totally do it. Yeah. You provide the Sharpie. I'll sign anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's all my business card. So, sign my implant. It's fine. Do it. <laughs> Take it out for a minute. <laughs> if, I pre- if I press hard enough, it would just slide right out the top. <laughs> you you literally have a butt implant. Uh-huh. Yeah, true. <laughs> Kim Kardashian doesn't, but I do. You should have asked the doctor, like, is this going to like preclude me from getting like a butt implant? Like, <laughs> if I decide I really want to blow these glutes out, if am I, I going gonna- to- Kardashian cheeks. Is this, oh, can man. I not do Who that? Who doesn't? I do have a special card now that I have to show if I go to the airport because I'm always going to set off. Yeah, the alarms, the alarms and stuff. Yep. <laughs> so, like, now you can bring all your guns onto a plane. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and not just the three or four I normally bring. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all of them. Not just my traveling gun. <laughs> uh, do you, so, you don't wear cologne currently? Nope. Melissa prefers your natural nope. musk. Nope. Dove, clean and fresh. Yeah, man, I'm all about that dove too. Oh, yeah. I'm on that dove tip. Uh, I do wear uh, aftershave when I do shave. You know what I mean? Like I don't put it mm-hmm. on unless I've, sh- unless I'm cleanly shorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lucky Tiger is really good. I like Lucky Tiger. It's kind of like a citrusy kind of smell. Because I, I have like dove of the same kind aftershave that I will put on sometimes. But oh, I didn't. I didn't know dove because she was. She will occasionally come up and just bury her nose in my armpit and just. <sighs> okay, I'm good. Clementine does that to yeah. me. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, and she adores me. So it is truly, it's yeah, truly right. a sign, the biggest sign yeah. of affection. <laughs> uh, I get it, though. I really do like um, Nikki's deodorant. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I like it when she wears perfume, though, but it's like mainly because it's like when I smell perfume on her, I'm like, oh, she, oh, she, wants, she it. wants it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a sign, you know. Oh, that's a that's a signal flare. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. I really do appreciate <laughs> the signal flares because Davy Poo is not good on picking up on the real subtle ones. <laughs> but Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land, Super Mario Land. You you hated it as a kid. I yeah, loved it. I just as a thought kid. it was. I just thought it was just shitty Mario. It's just shitty, like, smaller Mario. And I didn't really put much time into it as a kid. I just didn't like it. I wanted to play Six Golden Coins. I wanted to play Tetris. I wanted to play Link's Awakening. There was just 
I got to the Game Boy a little bit later, so to me, back then, there was no reason to go back. It was just the inferior game. So in your, so in your opinion, Nintendo made the right decision with Tetris being the pack-in title for Game Boy yeah. and not Super Mario Land. Yeah. I agree with that uh, because I can't even imagine a world that Tetris, like, that. Can you, what is the butterfly effect of that, like, Tetris oh, not being yeah. packed in with the Game Boy? Like, seriously, if Tetris hadn't been packed in with the Game Boy, like, how does that change the, like, what's the alternate history of video games? Because what that, is it that the gaming historian, I was watching one of his videos, and he was I love talking his about, he's really yeah, good. very good. Yeah about how Nintendo Nintendo advertised it as a toy to get it away from all the other shitty electronics, so it was in the toy section. Same with the NES. Uh, that, yeah, that's what Because, yeah, like, the video game crashed. They were like, ah, people no. are leery of video games. This is a toy. Yeah. And that's when, of course, when they had Rob and everything. That mm-hmm. was, like, part of the toy angle. So then they had to choose if it was advertised to boys and girls. They chose boys, which steered the market that's your butterfly. That's another butterfly yeah, effect. Yeah, that's true. But like, because girls, until that point, girls were equal gamer, equal toe gamers yeah. with with men, just because like it wasn't it had no gender assignment to it until sure. that point. Have you seen any of the old commercials where they like actually have girls in the commercials? Uh-huh. It's it's bizarre, and which is it's not bizarre that there are girls in it. It's just bizarre that it's like compared to the commercials I remember seeing as mm-hmm. a kid, where it's just like. Brad Pitt, you know, have yeah. you seen that print ad with like Brad Pitt, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. lean back in the chair? Or, no, there's Paul Rudd's in one too. Paul Rudd is in a, <laughs> a live action TV commercial for the Super <laughs> Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, superpower. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, there's a print ad of Brad Pitt. Essentially, I think it's a, I think it's an NES ad. But I mean, he is like '90s the fuck out, '90s hair, garb, the whole nine yards. I'm sure everyone's seen it, but in case you have it, it'll definitely be in the show notes, yeah. along with the Paul Rudd uh, yeah. Super Nintendo commercial. Because what and the gaming historian was talking about how that was, you know, such a disservice. Cause like, if you think girls play games just as much as guys, think about like how many girls you know that are obsessed with Candy Crush. Like, they game right. just as much. So I feel like if it was Mario instead of Tetris, that would have even further alienated. Because like Tetris is universal. Everybody enjoys Tetris. Like yeah. anybody, any age, you know, like my mom can sit down and enjoy Tetris. Like she's not going to play Super Mario Land. But it's also fucked up because it's like women also enjoy games that aren't puzzle games. But like, I guess because it wasn't marketed to girls, it would just wasn't a thing that a lot of them checked out. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing I, as I, like... I hear, I don't know, I'm just, I don't know if I'm stereotyping, but just from the... The girls in my life that aren't big gamers, when I talk to them about it, they just say, like, oh, I don't have the reflexes to play games like that. I don't have, you know, that's the universal, but what what can they play that doesn't require that if they haven't spent years honing right, on yeah, a controller exactly. I don't think puzzle it's, game? I don't think it's reflexes. I think it's more like what you're saying. You just where it's just played like, it a lot. Not ex- yeah, sure. You yeah. need, like, there's experience, you know? And it's like, especially, like, the... F- farther we get away from like NES for example mm-hmm. like if we treat the NES as like the the point uh the, where that shift happened like i mean from now to then like yeah it's i'm and i am really glad that video games like especially with like Twitch and stuff like it's very much it feels like it's so much more acceptable now to be a female gamer mm-hmm. than it used to be like i remember like i can name you maybe one girl that I went to school with who played video games, like, who was into the hobby, like, really into it. And um, she was ostracized. I mean, seriously. Like, the girls didn't like her. 
uh, I guess because she wasn't into the shit that she was into. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the boys didn't like her either because they viewed her as an, as an outsider. Yeah, because I remember the one girl I remember that was really, really into in high school, uh, she was also an outcast, but she also wore her, her homemade Pegasus boots. And she would wear the long, like Hylian elf ears. Her, um, her the pendant that came with Lunar, the Silver Star story. If you put the special edition, I love that you said Lunar. Lunar, uh-huh. shake as a man. <laughs> Not that's one I don't think I'll ever break because I still hear about that. Like uh-huh. people online will say Lunar instead of Lunar. So no, I think it is Lunar. Yeah. Like I believe that's accurate, yeah. but it's just <laughs> funny because you that, know. Well, that's an actual word because like we mispronounce <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> It's just funny to hear, like, a clear, accurate word come out of one of our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> what Lunar phases the moon in? Um, but I remember she she had a huge crush on Josh. Really? It was, it was very Of course she did. To watch this girl. Like, they had a lot in common. She would play with Josh's hair all class period. He wore blackface as Urkel for Halloween, and <laughs> she had highly had ears. They were a match made in heaven. <laughs> Sorry, Nicole. I hate to say that. I remember she would part his hair and just like comb it over and over with her hands, like until the bell rang. That's then, pretty good. Once we graduated, no one spoke, you know, she was like a sophomore or whatever. We graduated. No one, we didn't hear for anything to her. Till years later, she popped up on some sort of messenger. And I remember talking to her for a little bit, and she asked her how she was, and I guess she was trying to tell me how awesome she was now because she had sex in the middle of the road on the yellow line. <laughs> I've like, seen that video. Okay. <laughs> She's pretty hot. <laughs> I, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome for... Uh, I'm happy to make a I'm happy to make a porn reference in the middle of uh-huh. us talking about Perfect. gender politics in video games. <laughs> we are who we are, David. <laughs> Look, man. Yeah, I kind of like. I'm at the age where it's like we talked about this before on the show. Like, I don't feel Gen X and I don't feel millennial. Like, I feel like I got one foot in either mm-hmm. time zone, and I'm just straddling that fucking fence, baby. Yeah. Uh, but it's like another thing that I feel like uh, was huge as far as like getting girls into video games was Pokemon, another game, another uh-huh. huge Game Boy game. Because yep. it's like that was that was the one that I noticed the most was like, oh wow, a lot of a lot of girls are playing video games, a lot of mm-hmm. girls are playing Pokemon, uh, which is really cool. I mean, when I was in college, it was I a lot more widespread. Yeah, and I wasn't into Pokemon, so I mean. It, I mean, I was kind of viewing it as a guy who was just a little bit older watching um, young girls and boys play Pokemon. Mm -hmm. I remember the very first time I saw uh, Pokemon on a Game Boy uh, was uh, Wizen Sage Ian's son. He was at Apex, (laughs) and he was playing Pokemon. I remember remember asking him about it and stuff like that. So, yeah. You're going to listen to me talk about my dick one day on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen. Thanks for showing me Pokemon. <laughs> so, I don't know. That we got Okay, so the gaming historian. I'm sorry, uh-huh. were you finished? Uh, yeah, I think I was finished. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, we're cool. But this game, playing through it again, I don't have the same level of like that I had for it back then. It's still Mario just feels weird a little bit. Um there are these random side-scrolling shooter levels. Yeah, that's the probably the biggest departure. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the two levels in the game are very much gradius. I mean, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, at the end of World 2, Mario gets in a submarine uh, called, I believe, the, I believe it's called the Marine Pop. Okay. He gets in the Marine Pop, 
And he... Um, that better be a smash trophy. I think that it is. Okay. Yeah, I'm almost positive that it is. Uh, he gets in there, and it is now an auto... The game is an auto-scrolling shoot 'em up mm-hmm. And uh, it's weird. Which is... it's. I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with it either, because it's not very difficult. It's not. But the, the thing I do have an issue with is, like... That's also the final level in the game. Yeah, there you take to the skies. Yeah, uh, and the last, the very last level of the game, the twelfth level. This is a very short game. If you didn't pick up on that yeah. from the fact that I finished it four times in three hours, um, not quite speedrunning territory. But I'll be honest with you, when I was done, I did look up the world record. Um, I qualify. One of my Twitch runs qualifies for like 74th place. <laughs> hey, all right. I don't think a lot of people are submitting their thoughts. Hey, that, still. That's a pretty leisurely playthrough. So it's still, like. Still, like, yeah, if you got leisurely 74th place, all right. I got like, so now two goals. I got to get on the board, speedrunning board for Kabuki Quantum Fighter and yeah. Super Mario Land. I want somebody salt to make a video about you. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen like. Dude, I've watched speedrunners on Twitch, and I'll be honest with you, I do not think that I've, I think that I've got the patience for it. But you, it would you do, but it, I do not. You do. <laughs> it would be a thing that like I would just need more time. You know what I mean? I need more free time. I do not have the free time. I don't have the spare. I don't know three hours a day to yeah. play Super Mario Land over and over again. You know, I wish I did. That would be amazing. <laughs> like, it'd be really cool if like Nintendo called me and was like, "Hey, we really need a guy who can get the best time possible in Super Mario Land." <laughs> be like, "All right, I'm your I'm your dude. How much will you pay me? Not a lot. It's fine. It's fine. Well, Done. if everyone you love and care about dies in a horrific like car wreck, yeah, then what is left of you will be the greatest speedrunner <laughs> there's ever been. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like the Batman of super playing Super Mario. Your Twitch stream is just you in a dark room, yeah. slumped over in a chair, just beating all the games very fast, <laughs> never saying a word. It's just like you see the reflection in your glasses, yeah. like an evil anime character, and that's just it until. Like Shinji's, you beat a game and it just goes black. Shinji's dad from <laughs> Evangelion. Yeah, I don't even play with my hands. They're always my hands are always crossed right under my nose. <laughs> I actually play with my feet as a challenge. Yeah, that's my future. <laughs> Why do you play with your feet? Why do I continue to exist? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I wish I had more time. Seriously, I mean seriously, I could. I I think I could get into stuff like I that. Have, I think you could too. But I think Little Nemo would be like one of the first things. Little Nemo is a tough one to speed run. Yeah. Um, I think. Just because, well, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I think like Kabuki Quantum Fighter would be much, and Super Mario Land would be much easier than yeah. Little Nemo. Yeah. But you could do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I could if yeah. I devoted the time to it, sure. Yeah. But I mean, that's like, that's the hard, that's like one of the hardest parts, mm-hmm. right? Is devoting the time to it, committing the time to it. And also a weakness of mine is like being involved with a community. To like get better, as opposed to I always have this shitty <laughs> attitude. They all work together and share yeah. strats. And, and I, d- like that's that. not me. You know me. Yeah, that's not mm-hmm. like I'd have a really hard time with that. See, that's why nihilism, Dave, is even better. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I'll I'll develop my own. I'll spend forty times <laughs> the amount just to develop my own technique that is worse <laughs> than shit that's already come up with. Yeah. that's me to a T. Because what is it? Watching the guy who has the all star. Get every star in Mario 64 and yeah. beat it like that record. What is it? He played it six hours a day, every day for like eight months or some shit to get the record. And then the guy who 
has the Chaco Mountain timeline right, I remember you record. Telling about the, he did yeah. something similar. <laughs> like, I mean, that actually sounds okay. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm the kind of person where it's like, okay, that sounds good. And it's like, I was perfectly content to play Super Mario Land four times. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's fine. It's all right. You know, yeah. it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't. As long as I, re- as long as I love a game, I do not mind playing it over and over again. I have to really, really love a game to play it more yeah. than once. Yeah, that's probably healthier. And that's like, <laughs> in general. and that's just basically that. That falls to Super Nintendo RPGs and like Super Punch Out. Yeah, that's I, about it. <laughs> yeah, I could never speed. I could never speed run uh, an RPG. I don't think. Oh man, that never. Earthbound one. Fuck. Never. The mm-hmm. only, the only game, the only game that I could ever speed run, ever. Period. Is super Bioshock. Out. Oh, okay. Bioshock. <laughs> I need to play through Bioshock. I bought the. I bought it for the, the girls on PS4. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I haven't played it in a long time. I recently heard an episode of I think it was uh, HG101's podcast where they were talking about Bioshock and they were saying that it didn't really age well, which I was kind of surprised. I was like, I don't know if this is a hot take or what, but um, I think like their biggest complaints were that it was like. Didn't the gunplay wasn't fun, which I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know. I thought it was a good compromise. Bioshock. I I, I have to replay it. I had to yeah. replay Bioshock just to be like, okay, how does this hold up like ten years later? Yeah. No, I, I'd like. I would like to play it through the new HD of Bioshock. Absolutely. How do we get here? How um, do we get here to this conversation? Oh, uh, it's a short game. There's twelve levels. Yeah. And the last level <laughs> of the game. Four world, three stages each. Yep. You go from like sort of something like Egypt. Yep. Would you like to Would you like to know the story? Sure. Sure. I've All got right. this, I yeah, got the yeah, story yeah. right here. I'll tell you where it fits in the timeline. Go ahead. Please. Um, actually, I already know. I looked it up. <laughs> 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 Once upon a time, Tyler, there was a peaceful mm. world called Sarasaland. In this world, there were four kingdoms named Birabuto, mm. Muda, Easton, and Chai. One day, the skies of Sarasa. Sarasa land, yeah, they nailed it, uh, were suddenly covered by a huge black cloud. From a crack in this cloud, the unknown space monster, Tatanga, emerged to try to conquer Sarasa land. Tatanga hypnotized the people of all the kingdoms so that he could control them in any way he liked. In this way, he took over Sarasa land. Now he wants to marry Princess Daisy of Sarasa land and make her his queen. Mario came to know of these events, and he has started on a journey to the Chai Kingdom, where Princess Daisy is held captive, in order to restore peace to Sarasaland. Can Mario defeat Tatanga, release people from his interstellar hypnosis, and rescue Princess Daisy? It's all up to you and Mario's skill. Mm-hmm. Go for it, Mario. That's a that is from the instruction manual. Yeah, the instruction manual is pretty interesting, though. I this love one. the instruction manual for this game. Seriously, mm-hmm. this is like this is like old style like Nintendo instruction manual where they're like, we're just going to include illustrations of all of the enemies in the game, uh, wonderful illustrations of the bosses in the game, uh, a few really cute diagrams teaching you the things that you may not be familiar with, um, like when they teach you that in this game at the end of each level. If it's not a boss level, there are two exits, a top exit and a bottom exit. A la, this, they carry this over to Super Mario Land 2 and Super Mario Land 3, uh, where if you go to the harder-to-reach exit, you get a minigame that you can play for uh, an extra life or two extra lives or three extra lives or the Super Ball flower power-up. Um, yeah, which I didn't even—I—I I'd never realized that you can use the 
like a bouncy ball. I thought it was oh yeah, the fire flower, but I saw you collecting coins and shit with it, which is something I never had never done. I remember the when playing this game the first time, I almost stopped playing it because that was the most jarring difference to me. Mm. Um, and this is going to sound weird, but I, this is also, I feel like, a good little window into my like personality and how like my mind works. If you... If they changed the icon for the power-up from a flower to anything else, mm. I think I would have been okay with the bouncy ball as a kid. You're right. Yeah. But because it had to be a fire because flower. Because it looks like a fire flower, it's just like, what? I remember being a kid and being like, what is this mm. shit? Uh, but you have just like a slingshot. Yeah, you, you throw Mario throws a ball that whenever it hits... Uh, it bounces off at like a 45 degree angle and keeps bouncing essentially until it runs, it's on a timer mm -hmm. and it'll run out or it'll hit an enemy and kill it. It is honestly superior to the fire yep. flower yep, yep. Uh, because you can like, you can throw it at the ground and it won't stop until it either goes off screen or hits an enemy oh, above. So. Yeah, it is flubber. Yeah. I think it should have been a potion bottle that you got, and it's oh, oh it's flubber. <laughs> I think what is the SNL skit? The happy fun, super time happy fun ball. ball. Yeah, that's exactly what. It <laughs> Do not taunt. Of. Super happy fun <laughs> right. ball. Doesn't have a liquid core. <laughs> <laughs> Discontinue use if super happy fun ball adheres to your skin. <laughs> Remember, I had a I had a VHS tape of SNL's best commercials, and that was oh one that of them. absolutely was uh colon blast on there Fuck as well. Yeah, yeah of course yeah. it was. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> Yeah, Colin Blast is a classic. <laughs> that is a classic. Mm. Well, this game, from what? Because the, the Game Theory and some other channel collaborated to figure out the Mario timeline and that this fits in to the very end. Which yeah. is, it's the, a non-canonical timeline, but from what, what they have figured out is that basically through Mario Galaxy and Rosalita, like, and there's unreleased Japanese content that they use to figure it out, but... Uh, like little things yeah, like okay. their handedness. <laughs> yeah, well, there, there is like a Japanese supplement book uh -huh. about Rosalita that does like, he reads it to you and it's just like, oh, okay, well that does sort of, that's them giving wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. You know, it's Luigi, you know, it's Luigi's daughter. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they planned it all out. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, I'm sure it wasn't an afterthought. <laughs> I'm sure in 1989 when they were making Super Mario That's Land, they true. were like, now this is the last Mario game in yes, the timeline. Last it's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but that, she talks about her father, she didn't remember a lot about her father, yeah. but like he was also like left-handed or something, and he had, sure. she remembered his telescope in his room. Yeah. And when you go... The only person that has a telescope is Luigi, mm -hmm. you know, shit like that. But so she's the daughter of Daisy and Luigi, is the theory. Peach Rosalina and, is Peach and Luigi. Peach and Luigi. Mm -hmm. So, but I thought Luigi and Daisy were a thing ever since she. I was... I feel like that's what you're led to. That's what you're led to believe. But from this, from this book, I also think you were led to believe something. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. Um, well, I feel like Nintendo's doing a fake out. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're trying to trick us. All right. Why do you um, think so? Because to cover up the I JFK, have, uh, the truth of the JFK assassination. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> this is the key. Uh, <laughs> but that, because uh, I can't, I didn't watch the video again. Well, I mean, I'll make sure I'll buy a link when I do the show notes, when I update your show notes list. I'll make sure it's there. And it's a very, it's a very good read or very good watch, rather, how they, how they go about it. But then they figure if he's off saving this new princess, then this would best fit at the end that. If Luigi's with Peach now and Mario has been after Peach this whole time, yeah. and then he's brokenhearted, he hears Son of Their Kingdom needs help, oh, he goes off and 
saves this kingdom and he's with this princess. So, so that's incest, though. Oh, uh, incest? Uh, I mean, I get, if you want to call it that, <laughs> sure. But that isn't that's like a Star Wars scenario, like Luke kissing Leia. Because like, if mm. Rosalina is Luigi's daughter, then uh, that's his niece. No, I mean he goes up with Daisy. Oh, with Daisy. With I Daisy. thought you said, oh, rescuing. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I got you now. Now I'm clear. No, okay. Ro- Rosalina, and she is their age because of the way physics works in space, going back and forth of in course. Mario Galaxy. Of course. So there you go. Of course it's how it works. I mean, Nintendo's pretty brilliant, if you ask me. They are pretty... <laughs> look, I won't deny that. I think I think Nintendo makes some really damn good games. However... You mean, you mean timelines. That's, <laughs> no, their, that's their second biggest business. Number yeah. one is video games, number two yeah, is timelines. They do make a lot of money on timelines. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, and by they, I mean uh, YouTubers Japan. with subscribers. Japan's third biggest <laughs> yes. export is timelines. timelines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it all comes back to Back to the Future. <laughs> Every episode. Um, yeah. Dude, I, you know I don't like the timelines. I know. Yeah, I, I, that's why you brought it up, I'm assuming. Well, no, I really like the timelines. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest difference between me and you is because I really like it them. It probably <laughs> is. Why do you like them? I just think it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I know it's pure conjecture. But yeah, like, that's why I don't I, like them. Yeah, no, I like laying out the evidence and yeah. seeing, like, how theorizing how, like, it's like lost theories, you know? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. I like Lost Theories, but it's like, for me, it's different when it's based on games that were made so fucking long ago. <laughs> and it's like, honestly, like, didn't when, when Nintendo was first talking about the Zelda timeline, like, they did it because the fucking fans wouldn't leave okay, them the yeah, fuck alone yeah, the about Zelda it. Zelda timeline is that, I hate that's that crazy. shit. Yeah. That's the, that shit bothers me so much where it's just like, we're going to be bratty about this. All right, fine. Here's three paragraphs. Go nuts. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I don't like about it. What broke the internet? Kim Kardashian's butt and the Zelda timeline. The Zelda timeline. <laughs> I, what I don't like about it is the fact that it's like, um, I don't like it when I get like being really into something, right? Like when you're, when you love something, when you're a fan of something and you really love it, like I get that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's a great feeling. Uh, but what I don't like about it is when like you start harassing companies <laughs> about it. I don't like that. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, man. No, it's their duty to give you more stuff you love. Not every... Who cares? <laughs> what, who cares of the quality? <laughs> give it to me. I also, I, I also think that not everything in the world needs to make sense. Uh, I kind of feel like it's... The world is square. Yeah, right. It's flat. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I kind of like it when... I kind of like the honesty of, yeah, these are just video games that we made because they're fun. Mm-hmm. And there really is no bigger meaning, and maybe you should find meaning in things that have meaning <laughs> instead of, like, trying to force meaning out of things that we made to be fun yeah. and to make some money, you know? Like, I don't know. That's kind of like... I feel like Konami kind of feels like they fucked up with the timeline. Yeah, I know. Because we it constrained them. The Castlevania stuff, right? Because yeah. I, I, I watched chronologically mm-hmm. everything with the Castlevania and it was it was a it was very cool it was a very cool watch I'm glad I got because I've played all those games I'm glad I know how they fit in the story and the different Belmonts and the generations and then but after uh, after Soma they stop they're just like okay that's done new 52 new 52 style we're starting over this is something totally different yeah and then they start doing the whatever the shadow whatever games and a different studio does it, you know, so they just like, okay, this was fun. Yeah. Now don't hold it to us. Now we're just going to make games. Here we go. I, and I like that. But 
to play devil's advocate, a timeline kind of makes sense for Castlevania mm-hmm. because like they bake that into the game where it's like every 100 years, yeah, Dracula, true. it's like they built they, they pass this whip on through generations. It's and, all built in, but it's yeah. like it's not built into Zelda. You know, <laughs> yeah. no, at no point, right? Are they like, "Oh, it's it's Link again. It's the seventh generation of Link. Yeah, I mean, foretold for the centuries. It's a really, it's that's a, it's a really mm-hmm. tough sell for me. And Mario is even fucking <laughs> tougher, dude, because it is like, well, Yoshi's Island is first because he's a baby. Because he's a baby. <laughs> yeah, we can logic this out, I guess, if we really want to. Um, but I don't know. It really, yeah, it is a, it, yeah, it. If you really want to get into like a long conversation, <laughs> this is how you do it. They're really just talking about video game timelines. It's just fan fiction. That I get. That yeah. I get. Yeah. That I get. Um, and I think that that's fun for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not fun for me. It's just irritating. <laughs> yeah. It's just irritating okay. for me. But it's different for me than like Lost fan theories mm-hmm. because like. That was the intention of Lost. Like, that's the artist's intention. They you want you nuts. to try to... Yes. That's not the intention. Mario Moto didn't make Mario. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to I tell me? I don't think Miyamoto was like... I, think, I mean, if you think about it, every Mario lives in... They live on a cliffhanger. Like, yeah, he, just, uh, he just walks off. You don't know what happens. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, one was even a play just to fuck yeah. with you. Like Right. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 3. A dream and a play. Like, that was... <laughs> now that now that is true. He's the like, Asian J.J. I mean, Abrams. <laughs> yeah, that I buy into because two obviously was a dream mm-hmm. because of the way it ends, and three is I wouldn't say obviously a play, but it is very much set up like a like a play. Yeah, everything in Super Mario Brothers three is you know from like the curtain rising and and all of that. So I mean I get that and I can buy into that for sure, but it's just hard for me to believe that it is all part of an <laughs> overarching oh, no, story. It's totally not. It is yeah. I don't think I'm being like, no, they're really right. Like, okay. No, no, I know it's not. Thank I just God. think it's fun. Okay, good. Okay, all right. All right, we're good. Hey, man, you have fun any way you want. I'll stop worrying about you. <laughs> it's like anal. Like, I'm in a butt, but it's just fun. It's just fun. Say what again? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of Daisy, this is Daisy's first appearance in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisy is a character that I've I've mentioned this before. I've really come around on Daisy. Daisy yeah. used to be, uh, I, I be- if you recall, I believe way back when we were in um, Tadpog Annex 2, I think it was, we did a uh, murder. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna, I about said murder, Mary kill, because I always make that. Uh, Mary fuck, kill. Uh, we were given the... We were to assign. We were supposed to do it with the uh, Nintendo princesses, the uh. the Mario princesses. There was Peach, Rosalina, and Daisy. I've come totally around. I Daisy is now my favorite Super Mario princess, and it is one hundred percent because of Mario Tennis Aces. Like it is, mm. she is just like. Well, it's part of that. And well, brunettes are better than blondes. Like, I get it. Yeah, and she's redhead, which is, like, God tier. Mm, okay. so, <laughs> <laughs> so it is, like, there's there's that angle, but it's also, like, she she seems like, out of all of the, the princesses, the Mario princesses, she straight up seems like the most fun. Like, she seems, because it's, like, in, like, Mario Tennis, like, Peach is wearing her. Yeah, she's like, come wherever, come wherever you want. It's fine. It's fun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, Peach is like in the dish, please. 
You're right, right, <laughs> yeah. Like, Peach is, like, wearing her, like, tennis skirt and everything. And, like, Daisy's just like, fuck it. I, like, they really lean into that, like, 70s style for Daisy. Because it's, like, her color scheme is very 70s. Yeah. She's got the yellow, the orange, and, like, the big, like, turquoise necklace, mm-hmm. stone in her necklace and whatever. And it's, like, okay, I can see that. And they, like, lean into it in Mario Tennis because, like, she's not wearing, like, a modern, like, tennis skirt or anything like that. She has the shortest fucking booty shorts. You can pause, like, 70s style, like, the fucking stripe down the side and everything. Like Larry Bird used to wear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like shorts like men used to wear when I was three years old. Yeah, like those shorts. Uh, and I don't know. She's like into like taunting enemies and stuff, like opponents and stuff like that too. And like when she, her taunt is like, she's got these long legs that she does this like strut. And it's like, man, I like, I'm, I've come around on Daisy. I, I love Daisy now. And I'm super, I'm, I may actually uh, learn to play as Peach in the new Smash Brothers because Daisy is her mm. Echo Fighter. Ah, see, that's my, uh, what? Now I feel like Ness was my main in the first one. The second one, Dr. Mario, and then on Oh, yeah, Peach. I remember you, Dr. Mario, mm-hmm. yeah, for a bit. And yeah, Peach, too, of course. Peach is, yeah, Peach is, uh, th- something would have to dramatically change for me to not main Peach. Like so. Richter? I'm interested in Richter. Or Cloud? I'm inter- no, no, <laughs> no, not no, Cloud. I'm not interested in Cloud at all. I haven't played, um, I didn't get any of the DLC for the most recent Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, so I never got to play as Cloud. But from what people have told me, that he's like straight up overpowered. <laughs> yeah, I've heard him and Bayonetta both. Yeah, I've heard that about Bayonetta too. Yeah. So what do you think about Daisy? I like Daisy. Yeah? I'm down with Daisy. All right, okay, cool. She's a good alternative to Peach. All right. Again, we'll just have to we'll have to agree to disagree on that. Peach is just so vanilla, dude. No, I'm with you. Yeah. No, that's why I like oh, it. I like, like it. Daisy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, no, okay. no, no, no. All right. I'm glad that she and Mario get together at the end. Daisy and Peach? The, of the of the Yes. I'm really glad they get together at the end of <laughs> yeah, the Mario verse. <laughs> well, do you have any achievements for the game? Uh I've or got do a, you have more to talk about? I do have a little bit. The music bit. has Kind of, the music's kind of weird. The music is weird. Uh, for the most part, I like it. It's got like a really, really catchy overworld theme. And this game is like straight up, like you're not moving around a map like you do in like Super Mario World or um, Super Mario Land 2. It's just you You start, there's a level, you finish the level, you go into the next level. There's you like It's very linear. There are no like diverging paths or anything like that that you take. I honestly don't even think there are a lot of secrets in this game. It feels like a very bare bones, like, this is our first Mario game on the Game Boy. It very much feels like that. Um, There aren't a lot of bells and whistles. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's bare bones. It really is. It's bare bones. Except for the stair game. Yeah, the the bonus (laughs) game, right. Which um, I like a lot because... You were good at it. I'm good at it. Yeah. It's different than like in Wario Land where I'm trying to fucking throw a bomb over a river or something. <laughs> like it's very simple. It's like there are four platforms. And then it's like it's easy for me to get three lives on every one. So <laughs> what I want to do is actually if what I'll do is I'm going to send you one of my playthroughs of Super Mario Land. Mm-hmm. If you could just dub over i'll send it to you with no sound oh, yeah, but i yeah. need you to dub all the sound i'm i'm one bit brigade yes so I just, <laughs> <laughs> you're the michael winslow of super mario land <laughs> yeah the sound i'm glad you said that because like when the enemies die in this game they sound they're like sound like you know 
Sega Genesis is X Men, <laughs> where it's just like it just sounds like like constant, just like things being electrocuted. That's what it sounds like to kill an enemy in this yep. game. Especially like you jump on one of those bugs that you yes. see its, its corpse hit the ground, uh-huh. and then it belly flops off screen. That yeah, it's pretty gruesome. I, this, and honestly, I think this game has like one of my favorite sprites. In video game history, it's um, a fire-breathing snake that I believe is called a Niolin. And it is the cutest fucking snake. Like, the sprite is adorable because it looks like this innocent, like, snake that doesn't really want to be there. Like, he's just kind of like... Oh, hey, guys. Right. And and then, yeah, he spits out uh, (laughs) a fireball. This guy doesn't seem so bad. Yeah. He looks like... um, the real life allegory would be something called a bush viper. What's a bush viper? It's the cutest looking snake you've ever seen. Oh, really? It's incredibly deadly. Is this a real but, thing? Uh huh. Because it, it I cute? happened to see it on Reddit right before your your playthrough. Whenever I saw that snake, I was like, "Oh shit, it's a bush viper." It looks like that. Yeah, they have like anime eyes. Oh like, it's man, a super cute snake. It sucks that it's so. venomous. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that explains why I haven't seen one before. I guess. <laughs> Where do they live? It's why you have it trapped on the side of your house to just grab <laughs> right, and show to, yeah. show to Henry. Yeah, Nikki saw a snake uh, when we were doing yard work on Sunday, and she described it to me, and I was like, "It's that sounds like a garter snake. That sounds like totally cool. There aren't many venomous snakes here in Kentucky. Mm-mm. I think we have like- Just copperheads. Copperheads. Believe it or not, I think we have coral snakes, but like those are like very easy to recognize because yeah, like- you just you look, coral. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, cotton mouths. And then we actually have, like, a weird um, rattlesnake here, too. The, the weird rattlesnake is what it's yeah. called. <laughs> yeah. And I think they hang it out. It has hands and makes poison. <laughs> right? <laughs> it has hands and it's named Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. The weird rattlesnake. Ah, shit. It's Ruby. <laughs> I told you guys not to call me that. <laughs> but I, I'll poison you. I think they hang out at, like, Land Between the Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh tatanga should we talk about tatanga uh-huh. for a little bit yep. uh because this is a boss that reappears in super mario land 2 uh wario i guess um trusts him with one of the six golden coins and uh he's the boss of the last side-scrolling shoot-em-up level where mario is in an airplane mm-hmm. with a cute little av- his aviator goggles and his hat with the flaps uh, which I believe is a costume in um, Mario Odyssey. Uh, uh, I don't know if I don't know if he has like a submarine suit or anything like that. Um, I need to check and see. Uh, that is one thing I love about Mario Odyssey is like all of the, the history they got into by with making all the costumes. There's got to be a story to the skeleton costume. I just don't know it. There has um, to be. Yeah. Uh, but Tatanga is uh, the final boss of the game. You got to kill him, Gradius style. And um, I would love to see him make a reappearance. Like, I think he would make a really cool Smash Brothers character. Uh, <laughs> because I don't feel like we have enough, like, flying characters in that game. That's true. I mean, you kind of have, like, Peach to some degree mm-hmm. with her hover. And then you've got Kirby. Kirby, Meta Knight. Okay, yeah, I forgot about Meta Knight. I could see him playing kind of like Meta Knight. Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's... I just think he's a weird character that I'd like to see resurface. Yeah. And I love that they continue the tradition on, like, the Game Boy to not use Bowser. Yeah, no, that is good. I think that's really it's it's, refreshing. It's a nice yeah. touch. It is. It's refreshing. I think that we need that from time to time. Yep. So Couldn't agree more. 
Uh, I guess that's probably all that I've got to say about the game, all right. maybe. All right. Do you have anything else? No. Should this game go on the, the Game Boy Classic? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 100%, 100% think that it should. Um, I love this game. I think it's a really well-made game. It is lackluster in comparison to later Game Boy games. But, like, I try to keep in mind that this was a launch title. Like, mm-hmm. this and Tetris and, like, Alleyway and Baseball, I think, were launch titles. Mm-hmm. And it's like... All of those games are really, really simple. And yep. it's it's easy to forget how mind-blowing this... Like, playing a Game Boy for the first time was a mind-blowing experience. Yeah. Truly, for me, like, it was absolute... Like, what is... This is amazing. Like, it feels like I'm playing... Granted, it's not as pretty as an NES game, but it when I was playing it, like it felt like I was playing an NES game, like wherever I wanted, as long as there was light outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was also like one thing, like immediately. I remember being a kid and being like, oh man, I wish this had like a backlight or something. Mm-hmm. Like get that light boy dog. I had it. Yeah, with the magnifying glass mm-hmm. and all that. I didn't have the little squiggly um Oh, and I had a little squiggly mine light or whatever. To the base, yeah, yeah, same here. Had the, we had the good shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I think I totally think it belongs in there. And uh, honestly, uh, I meant to say this earlier, but uh, Tet, this was intended to be Super Mario Land was intended to be the pack-in title, um, but Nintendo of America decided to do Tetris instead. I think it's a good so, call, and I think it was absolutely mm-hmm. a good call. They yep. thought it would be unconventional. Uh, yeah. What a good call. Yeah, absolutely. They thought it would appeal to broader audiences. They're and they are very right. Very right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think this game would belong on a Game Boy Classic? Yeah, but just because it was like the first. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, but I know the Game Boy just has a, it has a good amount of good shit on it. Yeah. There yeah, the Game Boy does have a bunch of good stuff. Yeah, for sure. We should probably make what if they made a Game Boy Classic, what twenty five Game Boy games do we think should be on it? I'm down for that. Yeah, I think we should do that. Okay. Uh, I'm. I need to get more familiar with Game Boy games, though. Yeah. I think that I could. I feel like I could do that for like the SNES Classic. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I could pick 30 games that need to go on an SNES mm-hmm. Classic. Way easier than Game Boy. Yeah, I agree. You asked about achievements. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I do have some achievements that came in from Twitch chat. Uh, if you want to get in on this, I tend to stream the game that we're talking about on the Sunday prior to the episode release. Um, it's typically around 8.30 Central, uh, 8.30 p.m. Central on Sundays. It's Tadpog Church. Hop in, help out with ach- with uh, Chivos. Uh, it's generally a good time. Uh, first achievement coming from Bovine Bear is Rolling Rock. And in order to unlock Rolling Rock, you need to chug a Rolling Rock in the time it takes you to do <laughs> the rolling rock part in the game. Uh, there are There is a section in this game where you have to ride uh, boulders across spikes. And um, it kind of is, kind of reminds me a little bit of like uh, Karibo's shoe a little bit. Uh, because like really pretty much the only way to get over these spikes is to ride the boulder. Uh, next achievement I've got coming from Barbecue Baron Drew of Hobson Heroes is Plower Flower. Uh, in order to unlock Plower Flower, save Daisy because it's all right. Yeah. You plow her you flower. Plow her. Flower. That's oh, right. Okay. All right. Uh, the game ends. Spoilers. Uh, you rescue Daisy. I should have mentioned this. And Mario sort of aggressively walks off with her. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, come on, get in the spaceship. It's weird. It's <laughs> yeah. very weird because it's like the story is Mario's 
saving Sarasa land, mm-hmm. and then Daisy just like, bye, Sarasa land. Yeah, I'm getting on the spaceship with come this on. man. Bitch, come on. Mm-hmm. We're, go- we're leaving. I also failed to mention that um, at the end of each world, like at the end of world one, uh, they kind of do this like Super Mario Brothers callback where, you know, in Super Mario Brothers, you get to the end, there'd be a toad there. He'd say, I'm sorry, but our princess is in another castle. They do that in this game, but it is Daisy. You see Daisy there at the end of the, at the end of the world, the last level, and you walk in and there's a line of text that says, Oh, Daisy. And um, you rush up to save her, and then she transforms into an enemy and uh, slowly exits stage right. I guess it would be stage left, <laughs> technically. <laughs> uh, while anonymous music plays. <laughs> My theory is that Daisy is a shapeshifter uh, and that... Come on, you de- I deserve mm. I deserve the same attention that timeline people deserve. Oh yeah. I've always said that. I've always said that. <laughs> She's a shapeshifter and she just trolls Mario for four worlds and then she just gets tired of it. Oh yeah. She's like, you know what? I have wanted to go on a spaceship before and I never have. So this is my opportunity. <laughs> Good. Let's go play some tennis. Right? Yeah, exactly. I think her next appearance is she's like a sports game. Mario Princess. Same for Waluigi. Yeah, because like he made his debut, I think, in Mario, Mario Tennis, Tennis, right? Yep. Daisy's next appearance, I think, was in a version of U.S. Open. I think it was you. I think. It or was, was it the Mario Brothers movie? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Maybe, maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where I think she played um, Luigi's caddy. Hmm. Not in the movie. Although that would have been great. <laughs> you remember that really cool golf segment, that golf scene in the Mario Brothers movie? Hey, we could talk about that, and it wouldn't seem that crazy. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could talk about that. They're like golfing with bombs <laughs> right? yeah. It's a deleted scene yeah. from the movie. Yeah. I saw it on the uh, Blu-ray release. <laughs> Uh, next achievement I've got comes from 404 Era Lord Paul Pig. Business in the front, party in the rear. Mm-hmm. In order to unlock business in the front, party in the rear, all you got to do is grab a mushroom because this game has power-ups similar to Super Mario Brothers. Uh, when you grab a mushroom in this game, you get big, like you expect. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to grab a mushroom and enjoy Mario's bitchin' mullet because this is Mario-like mullet at its peak, which I guess lends credit to the theory that this game does happen very late in the Mario timeline mm-hmm. because it would take mm-hmm. him a long time to grow that mullet out. That's true. He's got, like, if you if you study the sprite, it does... That's, it, that's how you can tell he's aged. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's yeah, mullet. Yeah. Like have the same hair in every other game, like, so this is, like, a long time Yeah. Afterward. He's got like a damn beaver tail coming out of the back of his hat. <laughs> it's it, it's uh, it is a major mullet. That's actually where Wario came from. I don't know if you knew that or not. Oh, he was spawned uh, Carnage style, <laughs> Venom Venom Carnage style from Mario's mullet. Uh, next achievement is Son of a Bitch. In order to unlock that. You need to miss the three up every goddamn time mm-hmm. in the bonus stage, uh, and that like comes. You did not get that one. I missed it. I missed it a couple times. Every now and then I get like because a ladder would fuck me up and mm-hmm. send me to like a like a bouncy ball flower or something like yeah. that. No big deal. Uh, in order to unlock that, uh, actually, I'm sorry. That comes in from uh, Ben Caruth of uh, Street Pizza Podcast and uh, AKA uh, Arizona Matt. So thank you, Ben. Uh, ben and Sean of Nerdy Thursday like just recently recorded uh, an episode mm-hmm. that they released on both of their feeds on Tony Hawk. 
Uh, it is a really good episode. I'm gonna I, check that out. I recommend everybody check All it right. out. It's really good energy. It's it's yeah. Who's Peter Olson to it on? Oh boy, both. Here's what I did, honestly, mm-hmm. because I subscribe to both of those podcasts. I do too. I listened to it on one. I won't say which one. And then I downloaded it on the other. Or, or, or I streamed it on the other. Because, like, I've got all my my podcast app is not set to download podcasts. Just stream them. So when I got done listening, I was like, all right, now let's give let's give a listen to, to the other podcasts as oh. well. See, I like one of them better than the other one, so I'll listen to it on the one I like best. Yeah, is that how you're going to do it? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's solved. <laughs> Problem solved. Next achievement, Tyler. Yeah. Last, no, second to last achievement. Sorry. <laughs> I got fucking no dukes, old man. Uh, in order to unlock, I got fucking no dukes, old man. You got to kill one of the bosses, any of the bosses in this game. Uh, this comes from Faceful of Alien Wing Wong, a.k.a. Dr. Drunk. The reason this exists is because we were talking about weird sound effects mm-hmm. in this game. One of the weirdest ones, I think, is when you hit a boss in this game, it sounds like a goat. It 100% like you hit it and it's like, it's like this weird, like it sounds like a placeholder sound effect. Just like uh, when you get the invincibility star in this game, can can music plays. It's like, da 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 da. da. It is so bizarre because it's like, uh, why use that music? Like original music, (laughs) you've, original music Mm, exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really kind of like checks one of those like pet peeve boxes for me Mm. when it's like a game just uses like, Royalty free, like you know what I mean, like mm. public domain, like music, mm. where it's like this seems a little lazy, especially when you've got a really good composer. Nintendo should, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's like the maybe he had never heard the Can Can before and then created that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, kind of how like Vanilla Ice like totally created the dun 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 dun. Yeah, never, never heard under pressure never before heard. No, yeah. in his life, and he could tell the subtle differences in the two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember that interview. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that interview where he literally says that, and then he's like, no, no, mine goes da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then he gives his shit-eating grin like, no one believes this, including, <laughs> including me. I got my check. Fuck off. I got, I got two. You got two achievements? I got two. What you got? I got uh, not-so-buffy summers, and you unlock that by stomping on, let's say, 30 hopping vampires. Oh, I forgot to mention the hopping <laughs> vampires in this game. Yeah, there are hopping vampires in this game mm-hmm. in the very China-themed uh, last world. Like, it's straight up. Like, you got mm-hmm. bamboo trees in the background. The music is very, like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's very, that's very Chinese music. <laughs> it's almost like you're in an 8-bit uh, buffet or something. Yeah. <laughs> My other one is uh, Moves Like Jagger. Like who? Jagger. Uh-huh. Jagger. And you I think you mean that. Jaeger. Jaeger moves like <laughs> moves Jaeger. Like it's just falling down. <laughs> You're right. Well, you fall in a pit. That's moves like Jaeger. That's my <laughs> third one. Moves like Jagger is where you uh, ride on ten rolling stones. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's really good. I like that a lot. Uh, I have one more achievement. Uh, this comes from Bubba Drewski, and this achievement is Bustin makes me feel. Good. <laughs> uh, I said it like that because I was hoping, like, you were waiting for me to, like, change a word or something. Mm-hmm. Not gonna. I don't want to unlock. Bustin' makes me feel good. Break every breakable block on a level. I want to up the ante. Bustin' makes me feel great. Going from good to great, mm-hmm. you got to bust all them blocks, boy. All, every one of them. All them blocks. <laughs> I think this is an impossible achievement because this game does have parts where you can only access certain areas if you're 
if you're tiny Mario. Mm-hmm. If you're tiny Mario, can't bust can't blocks. Can't bust those blocks. But still, I like the achievement. That came from uh, Bubba Drewski. Uh, and I don't know, I, we haven't mentioned this on the show before, uh, but Bubba Drewski actually does a podcast uh, as well uh, with Bubba Shane, the Bubbas, uh, called Sad Panda. Uh, it's Sad Panda Presents, uh, and what they're doing right now is dedicating an episode to uh, an album, an album of music. Uh, uh, so I think that's really cool. So there's going to be a podcast all about that one um, Snickers commercial where they say, Why so blue, Panda Bear? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I would, if they ever do an episode about that Snickers commercial, I hope that you and Jacob are invited to be on there. I used to say that because I thought it was funny, like people who were sad, what's up, Blue Panda Bear, until I unwittingly said it to an Asian girl. She got very mad at me and it took me a second. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't mean it. Fuck. Uh, you should have just leaned into it <laughs> <laughs> and been like, I have a gun. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had a lot of fun, yeah. believe it or not. Yeah, yeah I really have. I've had a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing this game. This is a good one for my soul. Uh, mm. I like playing this. I like talking to you about it. Mm. It was fun. Mm. We've had a good time I today. like it when your soul is nourished. Yeah, Super Mario. It's the skinniest part of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of fat. <laughs> not a lot of fat <laughs> on that soul. Lean. <laughs> uh, if you were... Get the Kenyan runner of souls. Yes. If you were, my soul's co-oping. If, uh, <laughs> if you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would have to give this the, I have to give it the, it's not quite a, it's a, a beard hair combo, which would be the, the mullet of Keith Stone. Uh, the comb forward? <laughs> <laughs> Keith Stone. Keith Stone, the short-lived mascot for Keystone Lights. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, excellent. <laughs> Tyler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why? Because that's the first thing that came to mind for some reason. <laughs> if you were to give this game a pair of glasses mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would you give it? I would have to give this a pair of... Glasses that tie onto the end so they don't fall off that little kids wear. Okay. Like child glasses. Because growing up, I just felt like this was like the shitty kid version of Mario. Man, that's cold-blooded. It's better than that, but that's still what I think of. That's fair. Yeah, I get it. Uh, also, I've learned that uh, it's been exposed to me that I say that's fair a lot. So. Oh, well, I say there are tons of shit I say. A not, lot. Not anymore. You've nipped, pretty good. You've nipped pretty that good. in the fucking bud. I haven't heard you say pretty good in a long time. Unless I'm oh, just like... Ryan just said to give me shit about it 30 or 40 <laughs> times. <laughs> so I need to make a conscious effort to watch everything that I say. <laughs> Even more so. so. A conscious effort to not enjoy ourselves while we record this, <laughs> this free programming for people. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got another question for you, which I think I typically ask first, but mm-hmm. I change things up just to make sure everybody's on their it. toes. Love it. Sometimes we like to have a little fun here on Tap Fog. It changes the order. <laughs> so we do things a little differently yeah. than other podcasts. Tyler and I, we're a couple of cards. <laughs> we like to cut up and change things around on the show. people in our workplaces. Yes. Tyler, how much do you think this game is on price charting? Three twenty-five. $3.25? Yes. Tyler. Actual retail value of Super Mario Land for the Game Boy used on price charting, on average, on price charting at the time of this recording is $7.75. All right. I feel like three, 
three. That was a good guess. Yeah. You, you know it's going to be inexpensive. It's going to be low. It's got to yeah. be low. Got to be. I wonder how much Tetris is. I'm going to look that up real quick. Yeah, I want to say like that might be 325. Or should we save it for the Tetris episode? Well, we've already done Tetris. Kind of. Sort of. Not Tetris, not Game Boy you Tetris. Go, but you want to go back? I think we're going to have to. I think, actually, look, scrolling through all of the Tetrises on PriceCharting.com, we could have a Tetris podcast and just dedicate an episode to each release of Tetris. We could probably do this show for a year, just on that. You want to change it to a Tetris show? Yeah, let's do it. You want to do it? Tetrog. Fuck it. Yeah, Tetrog. <laughs> Next episode, <laughs> Tetris for the Game Boy. Tetris Game Boy finally found it. It is, on average, loose $6.32. More than I, more than I thought. Yeah, more than yeah. I thought, too. The more you know. The more you know. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's take some calls. You want to take some calls? Do we yeah. have time? Even if we don't, I think it'd be fun to take a few. All right, let's do it. Yeah, we really don't, but I want to take some. <laughs> All right, let's do it. First call. I want to point out that this voicemail is dated February 14th. So better better fucking be Valentine's Day related or I'm going to be <laughs> real upset. Don't worry. None of that. <laughs> none of that. Uh, just a little bit got on the soundboard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sparks. <laughs> like the end of Wayne's World. Sparks fire. Bubba Sparks. You guys remember when Bubba Sparks was uh-huh. in Wayne's World? <laughs> <laughs> Let's Forrest Gump. You can barely see his face in the sparks. <laughs> yeah, let's gump him in. Let's put him in. What was it I heard today? Um, that the first choice for Forrest Gump was John Travolta. Really? I didn't know that. They were talking about that on last podcast. It was John Travolta. Tom Hanks was the fourth choice. I can't imagine anybody else know, in I that role, the, I man. the other people were also equally as ridiculous. Billy Crystal. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, 90s. 90s Robert Downey yeah. Jr. <laughs> All right, about that call. It's Mega Mike Lanham, a.k.a. the tiniest micro gooder beloved Adam. What's up? I just heard a call from March. Right after Kanaha said that he loved you more than me. Ah, the rebuttal. Kanaha came, flew across the country to Tadpog Prom. Twice. Twice. <laughs> you live on the side of it, the, already on the side of the country that we're on, beloved Adam. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing that out there, Adam. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Still love you. <laughs> but we can't argue, can't argue people who love us more. <laughs> but whatever. And then... Side note, Tyler freaking throws me under the bus and says, uh-huh. I don't know if I'm going to, whatever that thing is, cat fog prom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, apparently it doesn't get old. Nah. <laughs> Wherever that is, it made me feel bad. Good. So, sorry that I live in Virginia and don't. Connor lives in Arizona. <laughs> Come on, you can make it from Virginia. Virginia. Come on, Virginia. Dog. I lived in Virginia and. Drove very frequently all the way to Paducah. It's just a 13-hour drive. Yeah, you've got family here, too, and right, Adam? And even shorter. Like six, six, seven hours? You could make that shit. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. You come out there and hang out all the time? Bad enough that I've got a tiny penis. So <laughs> you know what? Focus what? on the positive. Dave? Okay. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Thanks. Even if you were on the bus, Dave. Thanks for not throwing me under it. I appreciate that. You're welcome, Again. even though even though that I just literally did. If your penis is so small, come to Tadpog Prom, show it to our wives, and let them make fun of you. 
<laughs> Why just our wives? Because that would be funny to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be involved? We would be gloating, yeah. but if it's our wives, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm getting your face tattooed on my butt. Rusty. I love you, Tyler. I really do. I don't care. You can make fun of me and my small penis and my inability to talk, hang out with you guys. All right. We did not listen to this call Mm-mm. prior to playing it. We just... We're just kind of in sync with beloved uh-huh. Adam, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, our cycles are synced. <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred percent. Our microcycles, kind of like micro machines, but they're motorcycles, microcycles. You probably remember. <laughs> Dragon tattoo, banana Kong, pond, whatever it's called. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. We were talking about small penises. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You were. And <laughs> thank you so much for putting the word out there about my micro penis. Like it, this. This sucker's going to be famous, dude. Imagine a man named Adam Long with a micro-penis. Like, this is freaking, like, this is Hollywood of the making. There's yeah. a movie made out of me. That's some comic book shit right there. You guys are going to be in it. I'll be I more want, amazed if you just want, keep talking into the phone consistently and not turning your <laughs> turning your mouth away so you sound like you're in a tunnel than not. Yeah. Remember that time Adam called us from the 1940s? <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. Operator Tadpog, please. <laughs> I'm, I live in Green Acres. I've come to the top of my flagpole here. <laughs> One minute, I'll patch you through. <laughs> I want. I'm sorry. Uh, did you mean motherfucking Tadpog? Getting <laughs> 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 to play me? No, scratch that. Sorry, Ian. I love you. Sorry, but the only person that I ever want in my whole life to play me in a movie—I don't care what it costs—Jack Black. I want freaking Jacob York to play me in a movie. At that moment, I've arrived. That's the best. That's the thing done, said, signed in the movie, done. This is a formal request. Jacob York of Wolf Fighting Fame, if you are listening, please play Adam in a movie. But now, now I'm just thinking about the, the charted activities for Tadpog Prom yes. are Adam Dick, showing his micropenis to our lives, yeah. and then me coming in Phil's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, I, thought, I didn't know about that. I thought you were just going to make him drink it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be gross to get all cold and stuff. Like, yeah, that is. I'll do, give him the courtesy of a fresh yeah, one. That is that is way fresh from the tap. Yep. <laughs> to be fair, you don't. I you don't want it served in a glass. You're right. Yeah, his eyes have yeah. to be open. Yeah, you we don't have want, to have eye contact. Yeah, you don't want that in a frosty mug. <laughs> this call really is just shout out to uh, Ryan, uh, Citizen Ryan on Instagram. Uh, I don't know if you remember what Instagram is, Tyler, but it's a uh, social media app where you can post pictures and things like that. Shots that's fire. Like that that is a fair dig. Shots that is fired. a fair dig. <laughs> Very fair. And, and all that stuff. To but, quote Dave, that's fair. What's that? To quote Dave, that's fair. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Put it on, put it on the quote board. <laughs> Top, things Dave says on the podcast. Top five answers on the board. Uh, Show me. That's fair. <laughs> Ding. I Number want one that answer. white shirt. Black text, Comic Sans, that's fair. <laughs> Quote Dave. Next Tadpog shirt. That's actually the, the – we do have a Tadpog shirt in mind. I've been lazy and haven't done the back yet. The front is done. Um, and I would like to uh, – we haven't talked about this yet, I don't think, but um, we'll get to that later. All Put right. a pin in that. All Put right. a pin in that, All if right. you don't mind. All this to say, I posted a picture of some video games that I bought at a flea market, and Ryan posted on there. He commented and said – the white worm strikes again. And I have no idea what he was talking about. But I took it. I was like, white worm. Picnic day. And now I realize I had told myself Mike, the white worm. Yeah, that was so you. Shout out to Ryan for paying attention and caring <laughs> no about shit. And, uh, Knowing my nickname even when I don't. So No shit. This was a lot of rambling, a lot of penis talk. But 
above all things, I want you to know two things. I love you, and I love Jacob Thorpe. Wait, one. Ow! See you, Adam. Beloved Adam. I'm glad you brought up Ryan, uh, former Master of Coin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a really good listener. Fucking love that dude. Yeah. yeah Ryan yeah. is really Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Like, anytime he has a comment, it's like valuable. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like I can tell that he really like gives a shit, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, and that's pretty much all I need. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just nice support. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I've got another call from Adam. Would you like to take it? Yeah, let's oh, take it. Do you want to talk about the shirt? Let's talk about the shirt. Okay. You know how we're trying to get Sandwich Pope Phil to prom? Uh-huh. Okay. Sandwich Pope Phil, as you know, Tyler, mm-hmm. uh, has designed a Tadbog t-shirt that uh, we had the trouble with Amazon and getting it through. Mm-hmm. I, I want to add a back to it, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. and I haven't done it yet. I'm a lazy piece of shit. Haven't done it yet. Spider-Man. So, right, yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man. You think it's going to take me away from Spider-Man? Not going to happen. Uh, but... What I'd like to do is, originally when we talked to Phil, because I love this shirt design. It's the yeah, fucking best. I do love it. You too. guys are going to yeah, fucking yeah. love it when you see it. We'll let you know when it's available. It's great. Um, it's very Tadbog. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm thinking is, originally we had talked to Phil about just giving him half of whatever we make from mm-hmm. the shirts. Yep. What I think we should do is take all of that money and put it towards Get Phil to Tadbog Rom. All right. And then once we meet that $1,000 goal... I think if you're cool with it, I think we just make that like a shirt that is all the all the money that all, from all the sales, all the proceeds. A limited run shirt. Uh, I don't think we have to make it a limited run okay. shirt. We could if you wanted, but um, I think like all the money that comes from that just goes to Tadbog Prom in some respect. Okay. Where it's like whether it be we spend the money on something there for everybody, or I don't know, I don't know what to do with it. We get filled there and buy a bunch of Jaeger with it. Yeah, we could get liquor with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, it could be a cool thing for like we get filled to prom and then we kind of just kind of continue that trend and we kind of make this fund this this fund where it's just like this is money that is allocated for Tadpog Prom. It doesn't go back into the show. It doesn't go to help us or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this is this is Tadpog Prom money. We will figure out something to do with that money okay. at Tadpog Prom. Yeah, all right. You cool with that? Phil first, and then, yeah. Okay, yeah, sounds and good. Phil's almost there. I oh, know, he's like, very close. Yeah, I think we're like 200 bucks or something away. Yeah. So we'll get there. And the shirts the shirts will help, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I hope. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, I'll actually get off my ass and do the back of that shirt. Uh, which is really simple. It's just the episode number that the shirt references and credit to Phil, the artist, and that's pretty much it. So simple type treatment has taken me two months. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> you want to take another call? Or you want to you wanna r- wrap it up? Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Find the show on... Uh, Where are we? On tapog.com. Yeah. Stitcher. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. Biggest marketplace. On iTunes. 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 Yep. Yeah, there you go. We're trying to get on Spotify. Trying. But we are independently published. And what I'm finding is that is not a good thing for getting on to Spotify. Uh, I haven't heard back from them, which they said they probably would not get back to us. Like, as I'm filling out the form, they're like, you, there's like a 99% chance you're not going to hear from anybody. And it's like, cool. Here goes my request into the void. Send this into time and space. (laughs) I've been tempted to just open up an account with like Libsyn or like one of the other podcast um, sources Mm -hmm. that submit to Spotify because like those seem to just get, they got some deal. They've got a deal worked out with Spotify. Uh. Those podcasts seem to just get right in. 
So I'm thinking about possibly just opening up an account with one of those guys and just like having a separate feed. Yeah, okay. But then it gets messy with us like bookkeeping and stuff. Uh, so I don't know. I gotta we got I gotta sit and think. Yeah. Okay. Gotta sit and think on oh, it. Good. Um, what else do I say? Thank you, Executive Bruiser, by the way, for getting for our uploading our stuff Hell to YouTube. Hell yes. Hell yes. I love that. I love that it's on YouTube. I Thank love you, being Jamie. able to pull on the show notes, pull mm-hmm. shit off of YouTube as opposed to the website. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And what? I've got um archives of all the Twitch streams on there too. Not oh, all yeah, of yeah, them, yeah, yeah. but since I since Tech Mobile. Yes. Love it. Love it. Um uh, you wanna call us? You wanna call us like Adam did? Mm-hmm. We got a number, two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. Uh, where's all the good, like, the good raw Tadpog shit? That's Tadpog Nation on Facebook. Yeah, totally. You can come join get on that. There. As long as you're not a bot, you can get on there. Yeah, don't be a bot, please. Even if you're a bot, you probably will trick trick one of us. But Yeah, you'll definitely trick <laughs> one of us, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a very attractive woman, in which I, that's what I put my scrutiny. Like, nope, yeah. you know you shouldn't be here. I don't think so. Wait, you're not, you're not like a girlfriend or a wife of anyone who listens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a relative. <laughs> it's very rare. It's very rare that uh, we get a random female listener. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're very, Tabog Nation is very male-centric. Yeah, maybe. That's Nintendo's fault for segregating. I agree. It's not our fault it's all, it's at all. all Nintendo. 100% yeah, yeah, yeah. not our fault. I will go on the record and say that women are more than welcome in yeah, Tabog Nation. Yeah. I would love it if we had more women in Tabog Nation. They just don't like our stuff. They just don't like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I would have welcomed all sorts of girlfriends back in the day. Like, no, but no they just didn't like me. Yeah, so. right. Yeah. The same. Yeah, it's the same scenario. I'm familiar, my friend. <laughs> uh, you didn't know me in my Stetson days. <laughs> Stetson, J, Dave, and Jupe Tyler will be. <laughs> Sorry, that's our palette swap character. Yeah, our Echo Fighters. And there's Tadpog on on Facebook. Two two different things. Yeah, we're on Twitter too. You can find us at. Tadpog underscore podcast. Um, it's cucumbersome, I realize. Thank you, everybody, for the retweets. Uh, definitely appreciate that. Uh, you can also, uh, if you enjoyed this and uh, would like to kick us a few bucks, you can do that on Patreon. We do have a Patreon. I'm very hesitant to even mention it because uh, we have been very remiss in our Patreon duties. We don't have anything up. We normally publish a bonus episode each month. We haven't done that for September yet, mm-hmm. and it is like eating me alive. Uh, but we're going to get that figured out for you sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, we've got a whole bunch of old bonus episodes That's on true. there. A whole bunch of them, a shitload of them, uh, that you can get by uh, giving at least a dollar on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, we really appreciate those of you uh, who have. And uh, we've actually got some new donations recently. I would like to thank a few people. Martin Stein, thank you very much for the uh, for the new donation. Uh, Nathan Eaton, thank you very much. I met you on Saturday uh, after you uh, became a donor. Uh, you were really cool, and you are better at Street Fighter Two than I am. So congratulations. Uh, although I wish that we lived closer together because I feel like both of us could grow as Street Fighters if uh, we were able to play against each other regularly. Uh, that's a rare thing. That's a beautiful thing when you find somebody who is like just a little bit better than you at a fighting game where it's like, oh, I could learn. I could like practice against this person and we could both, we could flourish. That's how I felt. <laughs> uh, and finally, I'd like to thank, please don't be mad at me if I mispronounce this. Uh, I believe it is, I don't know if this is how you say it, but it's how I want to say it. Cry Key. 
First name Crikey. Crikey. That's how I want to say it. Uh, first name C H R I. Would that be Cry? Cree? C H R. It's gotta be. Gotta be Cry. Cree. Yeah, sure. Cree. 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 Last name Key. Key. Crikey. Crikey. It's yeah. gotta be Crikey. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Crikey. Yeah, it's Australian. Yeah. Totally. 100% Australia. Yeah. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much the for Australian the... Australian timeline that fits. Yeah, yeah. Let me t- well, hold on. Let me pull out the Tadvog timeline. <laughs> I have to do it through Morse code. Uh, yep, checks out. Crikey. Oh, yeah, all our Crocodile Dundee references were leading up to this moment that we planned. <laughs> right. Tadvog timeline. Now, Yeah, we're now in a divergent timeline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're in the Australian timeline where it goes counterclockwise. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or clockwise. Because if it's the reverse of the... Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. No clocks. There are no clocks. No, yeah, they're all digital. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Australia, and I'll show you, there are no guns, and all clocks are digital. They, we still call it Wittershins and Diesel, because there's no clock. There are no clocks. <laughs> so thank you all very much for uh, the new donations. Ho- really hope you enjoy the, uh, the bonus episodes that we've got on there. We'll get back into, we'll get back into getting you new Patreon content. You heard door slam somewhere. Yeah. Um... Our theme song is moved. I'll see more drive into that track from insurancepadblog.com. And we already you already announced that we're gonna do Shining Force Gaiden. Yeah, next episode we're gonna do Shining Force Gaiden colon Final Conflict. I'll be streaming that. Hell yeah. So hop on in. Hey you want to put this out there? Uh like Australian. I feel like we've done that before, but have we? Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah, okay, well what 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 race of people have we not? <laughs> Not done a stereotypical impression of. I don't know if Australians are necessarily a race. Well, okay. Nationality. The nationality. (laughs) Um, The Australian race. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's do... What's something Super Mario Land that we could do? The horrible noise. (laughs) Yeah, the street to the Genesis sound. Yeah. No, let's not do that. (laughs) I don't like... Let's go... Fuck it. Australians. It's fine. All right. So until next time. Tropical Capricorn! <laughs> That's what it sounds like when an Australian man dies. Comes. <laughs> Both. It's, it's the little death. <laughs> <laughs>